0: I just wish I hadn't um, ever mentioned me so blind <laughs> What a disaster.
1: Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep. We will find you acting on your best behaviour. Turn your back on Mother Nature. Everybody wants to rule the world. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a big weekend, dude. Oh, mate, <laughs> fuck
0: me, man. I tell you, it's like that video that we saw. Uh, you, you remember that one that I showed you? Like uh, this hedge fund manager that had just tanked? His entire yeah, thing—the guy apologising
1: to every—I go. Oh, I guess we're not going to be able to play tennis on your yacht now, Barry. And I—be I, I really like looking Barry, Barry. To-
0: oh, I loved. I was looking forward to come around for that uh, apple turnover that you'd promised out in Oregon. And and he's still sort of <laughs> trying to uh, relate to them with. Um, do you know what I mean? Like with the the human side, like they were the, the like it was ever salvageable when you put people into fucking massive. Because he had margin positions as well, so I think people not only lost money; it was like you're one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> you so, know what I mean? So they they had a reverse life. They basically had you know you'd build and slowly
1: pay off a mortgage. They had to
0: live two lives to
1: try ever fucking see zero again. I mean, that's the worst kind of thing that you could do, I suppose, is you put all your money in with some some stockbroker who who you trust, and then not only are the returns bad, but he you now selling your house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I know.
0: Well, see, this is the thing for me because, like, what a fucking blindside by MesoBlast Like, seriously. Because, um, do you know, obviously the, the last trade I would played it safe and I was like, these meeting notes fucking stink. Uh, it looks so antagonistic by FDA. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's steer the fuck away. This is going to be dangerous. But then the nine out of ten experts mull mm-hmm. it over and they assume, they say, okay, it's efficacy and it's safe. And I... I don't give a fuck what their note is. That's all you need, right? This is an unmet need with dying children. They've got some rhetoric uh, about latency and we need more evidence. You don't need shit, you fuckheads. Like, people are dying. Like, these bureaucrats get in between this and basic comics common sense because what you're in a position, right, you've got people, bodies piling up. So, obviously, it hits me on Thursday, Friday, as probably bad news, but it also means that there are people in the US that kids will die now
1: because of the bureaucracy but yeah we go back cuz it was the uh, what's it called ODAC the ODAC is that is that an arm yeah, of yeah, the ODAC. FDA or is that separate to the FDA
0: what they do is they if encounter in, in 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 Positions of conjecture, they refer to a third party, which is what we did, right? And then what that happens is if that's reviewed in favour, the precedent is established that that's normally through. So this has never happened before.
1: This is the first one, right? This is the first one where the FDA's overturned what ODAC said.
0: What you can assume is that big farmers fucking got its grubby paws in there and said, (laughs) stall at all costs. We don't care about dead kids. I want to get another leather-lined Porsche. To cruise around <laughs> and stare out at nothing, like I'm like, and and what you know what I I think if I was a, a meso blast, I would uh, you know I was t- telling you offline like. I would basically do cardboard cutouts for every kid that dies from now. And, and uh, more than that, man. Like, they've been sitting on it for six months, right? So we, we, if they were going to make this call, do it fucking quickly, you idiots. So we've been delayed multiple months. I'm like, what I would like is every day you cut out. So it's Nigel Simpson, three years old, and you throw that body, you know, like a cutout for it on the front of their porch. And, the, and then they can, they, can, they can tend to it. Nigel. And you know what else I would do? Yeah. If I was me, so blast, so the big angle now is COVID that can still save it, but it won't yep. save me because I took such a substantial hit. Well, hold on, let's go. Average. Let's go
1: back. Still, we're skipping around a bit too much. So that uh, the first thing that happened was the ODAC notes. They came back and they were favorable, and you hadn't gone in. So because you were worried that it looked so bad, so I
0: was. I was dreading it. So. So then, obviously, I was enticed to go. Well, I'm.
1: I've got to go in on this now that the, you know, like. It, and this it, is last so- week. Last week, we're expecting that MSB. News. Dude, well,
0: sometimes the cards are all in your favor, right? So, if that that meeting had come back at five five, I probably wouldn't have. But the the reality was, it was a play where you had to trade it, and it was a, a re-rate play. So, like, I think with the legitimizing of that product, is validates the whole stem cell. So. Any price was the last time you'd fucking probably see that number ever again. Yeah.
1: So last week we were sitting at around um what was five. it? Is in the five dollar. So region. it was a bit inflated, but
0: the, the reality is, if if that had been approved, you would never see five again,
1: barring some yeah. fundamental problem in the business. So it was last last drinks, right? Last yeah. call. Yeah. I, I think uh, I think on the was it on the Wednesday it went into trading. Yeah. More? So on Wednesday, I had bought in at, at open, and they fucking put my order through at five dollars sixty five before it dipped oh, down to five bucks again, which was infuriating. And then trading halt. You think, okay, here it is. Here comes the announce. Here comes the yeah. news, and they they say uh, they they requested a trading halt on the ASX until Monday. It didn't take that mm. long though. Um, and then we, you and I, and everyone else, are sitting there, kind of crossing our fingers. Oh
0: mate, so I'm in there, and the penny the penny drops like because it's the I've been focused on this one and I still like it long, right? I still – but I'm like, okay, well, this is the moment that I've been working towards, so we must – you know, you must man up and go for this. Mm. But then as soon as it traded, you know, the ramifications of where you're at with a leveraged position is like, this better fucking work. So I'm in a state of distress, right? I've rolled the dice. So
1: I'm feeling like <laughs> I had to do for, a fucking – For 48 hours, you're messaging me just completely manic, stressed. Oh, dude, I'm totally screwed. I'm,
0: my ears are ringing <laughs> I do a a, a headline set. I don't even remember doing it. And um, during the headline, I come off stage. The thing that really threw me was before I went on the headline, they went into a trading hole eight minutes into trading in the US, which meant they got a notice. Otherwise, they would have been uh, preemptive, right? They would have just done a trading hole at start. So they Mm. got something. So then I was like, okay, well, we need this. If it's an approval, we'll get this within an hour. Like, There's no way they'll sit on this. And then I go to bed and I think, well, worst case, I'll get a yes or no by the morning. So then there's all this conjecture, like maybe it's been approved with conditions and you're like, well, fucking, that would explain the delay because a delay, the company would have planned for both outcomes, right? So, or even with the conditions. So I think the fact that they took until Friday to announce it meant the whole board got blindsided. They were in
1: a state of panic and shock. When it hit, they were like, what the fuck? How, how have they done this? You think they were just expecting it to come through as approved? As I think, I think
0: analysts thought, and I think the MD, I think Sylvie thought that this was guaranteed because... Our mate,
1: our mate Sylvie.
0: Sylvie wasn't prepared for this <laughs> because uh, the next day they were uncontactable, which is always the writings on the wall. As soon as management is, like, in a lockdown, you know they're in a war room trying to fucking save their business. <laughs> so then they've come out with this... F- this patch remedy that they can do appendix a like there's no way they've discussed this with me so with fda this is a last ditch fucking effort to patch it the real the realistic approach is that the only way this is going to get fucking saved is covid if right. covid comes good but the covid trial was going to latch onto the label for rem cell so rem cells now being delayed so mm. the the only other option would be that they would to approve REMCEL, uh, the COVID, if that's mm. a success in November, and then attach Cell to that down the yeah, line.
1: Yeah. So on Friday, uh, when uh, when it came back, immediately out of the hole dropped forty percent. Right?
0: Yeah. So I'm 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 fucked because I'm in a massive position. So <laughs> for me, if it continues falling, you know, I go into the red and I start owing significant amounts of money. So yeah. for me, it's um. Fate, accompli, like I, uh, my, my, my hand is forced, right? I don't get an mm. opportunity to have another bite. I have to lick my wounds and take a fucking massive hit and
1: slowly rebuild. Like, That's a big hit. It's a big hit. We're not, we're not discussing what the hit is. It's, no, well, I'm not going
0: to talk numbers, but I'm saying the dream is over for me. Like I will rebuild from a smaller base with capital and slowly build into it. But, you know, the idea that I'll make multi-millions out of this is long past now. Now yeah. it will be. It will be. Look, I'll I'll rebuild off the back of the momentum of this in the coming months. But do you know what I mean? Move towards being back in a position to uh, rinse and repeat and do the same thing on another stock <laughs> <you know, laughs>
1: and try again. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna be looking for another triple. That's gonna be it, right? It's gonna be another margin triple that we look for later.
0: And the thing was, I I exited, so I, I got the news on the freeway, so I was driving like a madman because I'm like. I've got to fucking, I've got to close this out. And obviously, subsequently, it found support because the question was, do they believe in the Appendix A? Now, it looks like from today's trading that some people think, well, look, all's not lost and the science is still good. But the so smart this pay is,
1: is t- Wait, this is them thinking, uh, their Appendix A is them saying that they're going into to dispute the Yeah, 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 yeah. So FDAs. how funny is
0: this? So they're going to dispute. Uh, uh, FDA sat on it for six months and have come off and said, fuck off. And then they reckon they're going to dispute it. And everyone's going, oh, they will dispute it. And then I reckon the FDA will backtrack. Well, it's pretty weird because the FDA, Sylvie obviously got blindsided. So it's pretty weird that in 24 hours, he's managed to conclude that an Appendix A will be successful. I mean, wow, talk about fucking Hail Mary, last roll of the dice. Isn't that incredible, Sylvie? You're very confident that Appendix A is going to work when, for one... Day, you scrambled like a bitch, running around looking for a solution. So, I don't know if I uh, believe in it as much. I think the COVID trial is the best chance, mm. and the, now the COVID child is no COVID trial is no guarantee. Right? It mm. should be successful and will validate the science. blast
2: Hello, salut it's me, Silvio, from Mesoblast. I want to say, Buona ziwa, cefac, to the Short Thing podcast, and a big la revedere to all of your money. Mesoblast.
0: But you know what I would do if I was Silvio? Is, mm. um... I think the move is to fuck the FDA. What you need to say to them is, um, well, you've... You've mothballed it. Uh, you just fucked Remcel. I would say... I've done the test. I did a single arm test. You sat it. It's like you know. It's like a teacher saying, "If you can pass this economics test, you get into university." You pass it, and then they go, "Oh, actually, we didn't make the test hard enough. Yeah, we need yeah, another yeah. test." Yeah. I'm like, the whole intention is to try to <laughs> block you out. I'm like, hang on. And they go, oh, "I want to ask you about inflation as well, mate." I'm feeling a bit <laughs> fucking pissed off. Uh, <laughs> like I-, I didn't give you the hard enough test, or they send you on a quest and go, "If you can find." The chalice, the poison chalice at, or the life, the life elixir and you've come back. You come back three years later with it and you go, can I come in the castle now? And they go, oh, bad news, mate. While you're away, there was a policy change. You, need now, you now need two poison chalices <laughs> to come into the fucking stadium. Yeah. And you're like,
1: the, the reality is
0: the only way this has happened is Big Pharma having their uh, fingers in the trough. Someone's got their grubby
1: little dick in the water and they've dirty it all up. There's
0: someone. Someone has said, stall. Look, we can't break the law, but we can always stall and be as pedantic. And some people say, look, it's stem cells and we've got to be safe. Safe is fucking bullshit. If you step away from the rhetoric (laughs) of this business, what's actually just happened is you've got kids that will die with no way of saving these under 12-year-olds and you've got a single-arm test that proves its efficacy so it works, right? Mm. FDA agrees that. Everyone agrees that. There's no safety problem. There's no risk. There's no health risk. And they've decided, they said, we need latency, we need potency, we need to look again. I'm like, there is actually zero risk. And just giving it to him, even if it's just fucking sand and a water and you're just drinking it for no point, it will at least give those families some hope. Yeah. So it's like they've, they've effectively slaughtered hundreds of kids by, by, for profit. Yeah.
1: And, then, but, and that's, that's the thing, right, is the FDA said, hey, look, you need to do these tests. Mizo went away, did the test, came back. And the thing that was so shocking about Friday is the FDA said, oh, we want more tests. Like, you do another test.
0: You know what they said, which I think was the thing that all the analysts have missed? The note said, at least one more trial. At least! Uh, Like, they they, they didn't even say... They threw in doubt to say at least. Like, even this next one
1: with adults might need a secondary one. So they can pull the fucking rug again, man.
0: And how's this for a more... Talking about bureaucrats getting caught up in just flaunting their power, is if they were going to conclude this... They've taken fucking six months stringing it out to the deadline. They mm. could have given me so a chance to fix it. But what I love more is the COVID trials, right? Mm. We've been in a fucking global pandemic. Uh, how many people have died now? 2 million. Yes. Probably 300,000 of those people were on ventilators. We had a nine out of 12 success rate that was showing that it would save people's lives. So for, for us... This this happened in May or whenever it fucking started. We have now... 300,000 people have died that could have potentially be saved by Balas treatment while they work through paperwork and say, one more form, mate. If you can just get your address and birth date right up the top, we'll consider... <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so these are people
0: with no option, right? They're lying in yeah. the hospital and they say, have a, some fizzy Coca-Cola, that's it. We'll stir out the bubbles. You can have your last drink, you dumb fuck. We have no solution for you. And down the road, there's someone going, waving their hands, going, hey, you know when we were at that hospital, a lot of people came off the ventilator and they're like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, we're going to wait nine months for the whole pandemic to sweep through the globe before we, we dare risk it. I feel if someone's terminal you probably take a chance, right, where you've got an unexpected pandemic. You might just accelerate it and say, you know what, let's throw fucking all the shit at the wall and see what hits. But what's more important to them is them flaunting their power, some sort of fucking, you know, a couple of pencil, pencil pushes going like, no, these are our forms. These are our process. I feel like Do you know what I mean? It's like people are getting slaughtered on the beach. Do you know what it would be like? It would be like this. We're in Australia. China invades. They're slaughtering on the beach. They've got machetes, guns. They're raping and pillaging through the towns. And we take six months to agree because parliament has to say whether it's yes or no for the army to respond. There's no (laughs) tactical or decision or, you know what I mean, martial law. It's like... Do we engage with the Chinese or not? At this point, all capitals are taken. And then they say at the nine-month mark, you know, like uh, three hundred thousand people have been raped and murdered. And they say, we're ready to fight.
1: <laughs> Time to yeah. roll out
0: the tanks you know some things have to be yeah.
1: reactionary in this world well hold on not ready to fight yet because you have got to run another trial to see if the yeah. shells are ethical and if the shells can be produced if at the same time and it's the same shells in every tank we don't want to have any 100%. sort of deformity of the shells and how's this how's this how's
0: one of their big arguments this is one of their big arguments they go uh potency you manufacture it, but how do we know it's all the same? So they're, com- they're, they're comparing it to a drug, like Panadol, and they go, how do we know every Panadol and every aspirin is the exact same quality? This is fucking stem cells, you retards. Yeah, This is real life. This is life. So they're, they're, And then they want to know what is the mechanism that it <laughs> fixes stuff. So they want to know how do stem cells recreate cells? So effectively their question is, what is the meaning of life? <laughs> yeah. Can you explain existence? <laughs> To us, yeah, 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 can
1: yeah. you
0: explain to me how creationism? <laughs> explain to me why humans exist on this fucking rock. And if you explain that, will it allow happen? Explain, explain consciousness to me in a 300-page document over a 300-person test. Dismiss religion, or ph- philosophy, all what man has pondered forever. You have to explain why. Various stem cells are of different quality, and the thing is, it doesn't
1: matter, right? It's like saying, well, it doesn't even matter for other drugs, man. They don't, they don't know how it works for ADHD. They're not sure how no. um, how dexamphetamine exactly works for that they don't really know how uh ssris are are working half the time man they don't they don't even really know how panadol works they just know that it kind of works
0: and think about this this is your best example you're allowed to do fertility clinics right which is basically you administer a stranger's sperm up there and you don't just pick one They, they throw some shit in there And they can't confirm which one's
1: the strong sperm because it hasn't run. They don't go through and find the individual sperm. So so
0: FDA's (laughs) run this through. The the way to (laughs) test whether it's latent, right, is to run it up the vagina and see which one makes it to the top. But they don't run that. They don't run it and do like guinea pig race. To check which sperm, so they're putting in the strongest one from the doctor that's sort of shot off into a fucking plastic bag. And yet yeah. that's been approved. That's been approved. You're allowed to do fertility. <laughs> There's no way to know that we're not actually putting in awful sperm and creating a, a generations of mutants Just because a we ginger, randomly.
1: Awful ginger kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're randomly <laughs> picking sperm that should never have ever been procreating. So, I mean, th- the same question underlies fertility. Uh, Artificial, uh, you know, IVF clinics.
2: Yeah,
0: all this shit has been bypassed. Now, the thing that's the worst for me is because of the way I traded it to try and make so much. It's like the the position is is lost for me now, man. Even though the price sits there, you know I can build back and and work towards having substantial capital. But the dream of multi millions and riding this off in the sunset exists for clients and everyone else. But for me, I have to do like a lot of uh, fucking rallying and pulling capital from wherever I can, you know, mm. to reestablish a position so that I can at least
1: ride some of it up. The one million by twenty twenty one is not is not a thing. That's
0: gone, plan. dude. And the thing is, I'll be able to build a position because I've still got the margin right. So, in the eventuality that I can sort of secure positions and have a decent amount as it moves to ten dollars, then if it doesn't just and if it doesn't just trading halt, I can slowly leverage back in. You know what I mean? So I can still have four hundred in. Do you know at the twelve? dollar mark or ten dollar you know and then yeah, when it yeah, jackknives yeah. to five i i moved back into the million but the you long and short of it you can't take a 40 percent hit leverage you can't it's fucked yeah it's it's you know what i mean it's a binary outcome and the thing was i i had no option but to take it because if i hadn't rolled the dice i would forever have been locked out and do you know what I mean? I would have had a small... If, say, I'd sat on the sideline, I would have had smaller amount of capital and um, maybe established the position around the 10. But even from this shitter position, mm. if I'm able to... Do you know, if it's around three, if I'm able to re-enter and start working it from three to five in the coming few months, I can pretty much reestablish what I lost. Do yeah. you know what I mean? In a, in a speedy way. But I need to pull some more strings. So it's basically like a pretty heavy hit, man. It's fucking significant.
1: Yeah, man, it's huge. Well, I was uh, very worried about you on Friday and didn't hear anything until uh, way later in the day than I was comfortable with. (laughs) I think I messaged you and said, hey, man, just doing a little mental health check.
2: (laughs) I was saying to
0: people like,
1: yeah,
0: signing off, like keep an eye out on the obituaries, man. Look for my name.
1: Um, what I was going to ask, or uh, what I was going to point out as well, because I think this is this is something that we talked about over over the weekend. Um, but obviously, mm. what you do with your personal position compared to what you do with uh, clients' position is wildly different. Like the the risk profile is so different. Well,
0: well, look, look. The reality is is I should have potentially hedged the announcement for clients, but I had um, quite confidence in it. Right, so it was a smart. It was, wor- it was worth the shot because I've, I would say that it was uh, a 99% uh, that it would get approved, 1% failure. And that was uh, uh, the only way that could have happened was, um, was big farmer pulling strings in the background to delay it. Mm. I mean, the grim reality is uh, that the world's much grubbier than I first realized because I don't think ethically that whoever those cunts are at, FDA that I, and you know what I this is what I would as I said what I would have done is um if they'd done this to me I would have withdrawn rem cell for all future use I would have said I've done the test mm. you said a single arm I've done phase three and I would revoke it on compassionate grounds because at the moment it's been administered to kids and I would bring forward the reality of what FDA has done because at mm. the moment they, they've just oh they just delayed they haven't morally killed anyone but I would say fuck you You've totally sabotaged this. You've shelved it. Bang, we're withdrawing it because you're saying it's not working. I'm not even going to administer it on the person that's half treated. It's suspended until further notice and we'll, we'll focus on COVID back and heart and we will uh, amass damages against you so that when COVID comes off and when back comes off and heart and we prove that it is effective, we will then take you for damages you know, on, on and, and sue you on behalf of all the kids you killed in that time. We're, we're going to bring the reality forward of what you've actually done here, which is a 6 months delay, and we're not going to play games with you anymore. We did what you said, and then you changed the fucking goalposts. We're no longer engaged. As far as we're concerned, that product is fucking tanked. We're yep. throwing it in the bin.
1: Why is MSB playing so hard in... Uh in the arena of the US, are they in other markets? Are they doing anything in other markets? I thought, I figured locally they would have been doing something. This
0: is the naiveness of um, S- Sylvie, in my opinion. One thing is, this would have never happened. It's like trying to set up a bar on tro- Tony Sobrano's strip. And he comes right. in and goes, you've got to fucking pay something. And he's like, nah, we're going to run our own bar, Tony. And yeah. then it's like,
1: well, you're fucked right you have to you have to sell out to Farmer. Yeah, it does seem like he's dancing with the big boys man like just immediately there's no there's no space for ramping up. You just, you're just jumping in with the big boys and hoping you don't get crushed. Dude,
0: and, and, and the thing is, as well, he's trying to he's, – he's so arrogant because he, he talks, oh, we've been working hand-in-hand hand with the FDA. And I'm like, there's no way you have, dude, because that, that meeting's notes were so antagonistic and aggressive and affronting that he had no relationship with them. There's no way you could be playing squash with the FDA guy and he would write shit like that and you, you would be surprised. Like he has no, he had no sense of what the FDA were feeling. So he's like, if you were a big boy CEO, you would have those FDA guys shitting their fucking pants because yeah. early on you would have said, Hey, just a heads up. You don't approve this. We're suspending it for compassionate use and we will fucking shelve the entire product in the US and we will provide no answer for it. And then we'll amass damages and we will show a nine ten support by ex- uh, experts for that product. Mm. Retrospectively, once all the other ones are through and we will actually come at you for damages and the fact that there was some underhanded dealings here blocking it and we will amass it from the moment this fucking block that came here now we will start accruing damages against you guys yeah. and then we will take it into the federal courts and challenge how you manage to break precedent and ignore... Nine out of ten experts, because these are Harvard graduates and the top medical experts. The guys at FDA are probably TAFE fucking graduates. I'm (laughs) like, so here they are, and they're going to sit, and I'll say, well, argue your points then, guys. This guy is the renowned premier expert of it. And uh, how have you managed to conclude otherwise? Like, can you please break down your skill set and how you were able to conclude that... um, albert einstein who said this that you say nah the theory of uh, relatively nah it's a bit different mate doesn't make sense to me <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, i think yeah.
0: there's a bit more to it then i think you're forgetting <laughs> stuff i don't really get what you're saying mate
1: but is there a reason that they're not trying to get this treatment through in other markets why not in australia why not anywhere else
0: it's such a, a flawed logic because i don't understand why it's being so ginger with everything because it's there's a thousand patents so there's If he had just opened the gates to Pharma, he'd been able to roll out uh, uh, diabetes treatments, all these other. He's gingerly done it with this fucking weird kids' AGV skin grafting, like the acute skin grafting, like the most obscure one. He's picked one that he can't do a double blind on because kids – and that's probably what Screw does. They don't like to approve first-time-ever product – Without a double blind, which is having a placebo and having people die. Yeah. They, uh, FDA likes to have blood on their hands before they approve a product. <laughs> yeah, they yeah, want to yeah. see. They want to see death, death or the gun. You know, <laughs> cake or gun. They want to see. They want to see kids floating.
1: Look, you have to pay the price if you want to get this through.
0: <laughs> they, they said we di- we need to see dead people to really motivate us. Otherwise, we're not going to bother. But yeah. there's no reason that he wouldn't have set this up. I would have set uh, off label and operated uh, units in Thailand, Mexico, and provided as a solution 10 years ago to people that had fucking desperate needs and they could have done GoFundMe's and had to pay 200 grand to fly over to Mexico and you yeah. pump it into their kid and save its life. It's an Australian company,
1: it's ASX listed, right? Yeah, it's Australia, man. It's just, they go in for the... But then why wouldn't they have, why wouldn't they have gone for... Like, surely it'd be easier to get through in Australia yeah, and yeah, start yeah, from there. They, and that seems like a great, a great base to start with if you want to do an international launch.
0: He wanted the FDA tick of approval, man. I think he was going... There's really been no reason that this product, if you truly believe in it, that one, it wasn't run adjacent in all countries, mm. in Australia and everywhere else. And two, that why is he drip feeding it? Like, is, does he not understand how science works? Like his m- meso cells or whatever m- m- mesocelio whatever the fuck? Do you know his version? <laughs> his <laughs> version of stem cells is quick, quickly potentially becoming obsolete. I'm um, like, he needed to roll it out across the board. If he had true belief, then drip feed it in, nudging. Drip by drip. I mean, the reality is if he had, if he had hit this fucking – if he'd hit this deadline yeah. and he had eight phase threes that had all succeeded yes. and they said, okay, we deny REMCEL and they go, great, we'll see you tomorrow. We got back we got heart on next week. We've got fucking diabetes. We've got rheumatoid arthritis. We've yeah. got this, we've got that. Deny them all, we've been running all the trials and we're like, we'll say, Oh, you haven't had enough evidence yet. Well, how about fucking back treatment done? How about knees? We fi- we fixed this. We fixed that legament damage. We've done, do you know? And just basically bombard them. So they go, well, we're rejecting REM cell. We're not happy with it. I'm mm. like, that's great. Check your fucking inbox. There's another 19 <laughs> products that we've got trials on that are all approved.
1: Is it misguided idiocy from uh, Silvio or inexperience or is he is he just he has he's had a plan and it's not and it's not worked out?
0: No, this is Silvio's smart man in a way because what he wanted to do is I think he foresaw that it's, it was going to be teething issues. So he didn't overcommit because he's playing a long game, right? So he didn't overconnect. Mm. So he gets what he thought was an easy and a cheap thing through and then he tinkers with it so that he doesn't overexpose do you know because what what might have happened is you spend a billion dollars so this is the other side of the coin and probably why he did it yeah you spend a billion dollars on rem cell you spend a billion dollars on heart you spend a billion dollar on back you do rheumatoid you do diabetes or whatever and then then um fda go actually we, we, we don't like the basis of your science. Yes. And then all that money's cooked and you're bankrupt,
1: right? And instead of having a $1 billion investment in the REM cells, you've got an $8 billion investment across the yeah, whole. Yeah, yeah. So
0: this way, this way what, it, what it means is he can tweak heart and back so that it's undeniable. So mm. that when he's, he's done like a, 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 test, cra- a, a test crash dump dummy, yeah. he's thrown that in the wall and said, oh, that's okay. What were the issues that they tried to hammer? Yeah. And then when he goes with back, he'll have closed all those gaps out to fuck them over. So they'll be like, ha ha potency is being fixed. You've yeah. got nothing now, fuckheads. You've run out of excuses.
1: Your your alternative vision for it as uh, with Wolfie MD uh is is a very highly leveraged position, but he was just playing it safe.
0: Yeah, he's playing it safe, and <laughs> yeah. then and the thing is um <laughs> he he's got a position because he's got COVID to follow up and the the the, the skullduggery that's happened here gets more and more exposed because mm. say the science does hold up, which I believe it will, COVID will be a success, heart will be a success, back will be a success, and then what happens is the what's happened here, the underhanded payment that's happened from Big Pharma is exposed mm. because this seems valid right now and it seems like they're being conservative, but if the next three trials hit... They, the smell in the air is the stench. There's like a fart in the room. It's so obvious yeah. at that point that they were being pricks and the liability exists. So I don't, that's the other thing. I don't know how FDA dared this because, whoa, if this, if the other three hit, then this strips away and it looks fucking bad because you've broken precedent and you've denied nine out of 10 experts and you haven't taken the word of your advice, which is Mm. what you're meant to do. And questions have to be asked at that point, who pulled the trigger on rejecting this? And what was their motive? Because it sticks out. Why would they let the other three go
1: through and not this? No,
0: well, I'm saying they they might block the other three, but I'm saying to you, the weight of evidence will eventually stack against them because they're saying, look, we're not that sure. We're not that sure. I'm saying they might not let the others through. But I'm saying to you, like, once we've got an effective trial, efficacy for heart, efficacy for back, COVID, then, I mean, it starts to look... Like, there's only one reason it's being blocked, which yeah, is Big yeah, right, Pharma. Right. And then it sort of starts to get that whoever's doing this might go to jail. Do you know what I mean?
1: They'll, but they have the, oh, we wanted to be safe. We hadn't seen this. They always have that in their back pocket now. We, we just asked for another trial. That's all oh, we asked Oh,
0: dude, 100%. For. And, that, and that's, what, that's what I sort of messed up with because I, um, I, in hindsight, I should have thought that the most likely outcome was a stall to try to delay um, disruptive technology that was going to basically overhaul the medical system. Mm. It was very naive to think that the big players weren't going to try
1: thwart it and delay it. Like You know what I mean? They were going to do everything they could. We were talking about the sort of fatalistic, deterministic scenario that this has created for you as a trader, um, where if you had gone all in on the previous notes and announcement and you'd have written that position up to yeah. four four fifty five hundred thousand yeah, yeah on friday you would have just been in for more on this announcement you wouldn't have been in yeah for
0: yeah that. yeah. no but the thing was the thing was my position i extended quite heavily into my margin so if this had happened if i had just rolled the dice on that odac meeting notes
1: i would have been insulated but you do not think that you would have gone in harder Last week, because of that.
0: No, well, I would have gone in harder, but I, I basically pushed my margin to
1: its max. So I know, but wouldn't do you not think that you would have done that? Still? No, but I
0: couldn't, I, could, I couldn't have gone any further. So I'm saying the amount of capital I had left versus the margin, mm. the amount of capital I had left with the, I fully drew my more margin on right. Wednesday. So I went over. I pulled. I pulled it. I extended it deeper than I was allowed to. I've pushed the percentages beyond. Right. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So even if I had doubled the money, I, the amount I lost would have stayed very similar because
1: the margin amount was the uh, was almost at its maximum. I just figured that you would have increased the margin so that you could make this move.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Look, I might. I might have ended up increasing it. So the thing was, it was. Um, inevitable but i think um if i had just done done the meeting i would have had more more capital to protect me you know like I'm, i the position i'm in now is much worse but it's still salvageable man it's just the same story about scrapping finding you know finding access and trying to reignite some of the positions
1: do you know what yeah. i mean like pushing it forward but the important thing is that you were not a coward in the face of danger last week
0: well mate do you know what the thing is who cares at the end of the day, um, I took a big hit, but I also, if if it had come good, I could have
1: immediately bought a house. So, I mean, mm. who can say that? You did what you believed in. If you had not gone all in on this and you sat on the sidelines, say like, what for the last seven, eight years, what have you been talking about? Well, and
0: about? then what's my point in my life? And the thing was, that's what hit me when I, I skipped the meeting. Do you know when the notes came? And it was probably the smart move to sit side, but then I was like, it really left me in a quandary because I've been working on this one for a while and then it was like, well, if I'm out of this, then, you know, that was my big Hail Mary, right? So I'm like, I've got to back the science and ride it into the sunset. So the, the remorse, I felt way worse sitting on the sideline mm-hmm. than I did taking the hit because at least now I've honoured my position. I, the only regret I really have is I should have gone all in on the meeting, on the ODAC meeting.
1: That was, that was my mistake. Do you see this as a, like a philosophical redemption for yourself? What do you mean? Well, last week, not sitting on the sidelines, that's the redemption arc. You know, Even if it didn't come right, it's the last scene of Whiplash. You know what I mean? You've been yeah, called yeah, out yeah, yeah, and you're drumming. The hands have been bleeding the whole time. And you're like, fuck it. I'm doing it anyway. And no matter what happens, you, you did it. You know? Dude,
0: th- th- this was uh, what I felt when, when I didn't go in. I went and I remember being at a shopping center and just thinking like, this is what everyone tells you to do, right? This is basically you're in Normandy or you're running and you, instead of fighting, you run off and hide in the bushes. Do you know what I mean? There's no, there's no warlord or Vikings or, you know, like great leaders that basically their strategy was like, let's not fight the French. Let's hide (laughs) in the bushes and cower. I'm like, I basically ran into the army was slaughtered, but at least I know that I honoured my philosophy and mm. I've I, I've always got that and I know that it's hard to do because it's, um, it's effectively cliff diving. Like if you put most people up on the cliff, they wouldn't dive. I did it and hit the rocks beneath, but I still <laughs> I philosophically honoured my truth, which is you only get one life. Yep. And you should try live it to the fullest. And at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? Like, what is money? This is the other thing that I realised <laughs> with so much money gone. Yeah. It's, it's just nothing. It's a construct. It, 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 <laughs> if I got more money, all I would have bought is possessions. But it doesn't...
1: Basically, well, that's, but that's um, kind of what I mean. It's like if you had made more money on the ODAC meeting, you would have just had more money to go in on the Miso Plus. Announcement yeah, yeah, yeah. But about saying
0: more than that, even if I made a lot of money, like my position's no different to anyone else. I, I You know, you take a hit. I don't ever spend the capital. I mm. still have to pay my bills each month from my um, mm. disposable income, what I earn. The yeah. capital is just the theoretical house or the theoretical dream money. Yeah. So... That's trash, but I'm in no I'm in no worse position than you, Joe Schmo that works at Coles. You have to
1: just pay your bills, right? You're in a better position because you've faced the fear, and even if it didn't come off this time in a positive way for you, you you've done it. You've ripped the you've ripped the bandaid off. Next time you have yeah. to rip the Band-Aid off. It's dude, not going to hurt as much. Dude,
0: I went I went all in on a sure
1: thing, man. <laughs> Man, that's the name of the show. <laughs> that's what I love so much.
0: And do you know what? No one can take that from me. So say it was all to falter and our packing shelves, I've still experienced uh, <laughs> a more deep understanding of consciousness than they have because to cower in the thing, you never know your potential or you never know who you could be. But I actually ran with a sword in hand and got slaughtered to shit. Mm. But I realised that humans have a lot more in them than we give ourselves credit for. And just that knowledge alone makes me a better trader and a stronger person person (laughs) long-term and a more formidable person because the wisdom that comes from that elevates me because you can do your fucking MBA and your TAFE course, but if you're able to push yourself to the brink of death and drive at 300 k's over a cliff and I'm still I'm still alive and kicking so now I'm a much more formidable force because mm-hmm. I know now that I'm lethal like I'm willing I'm willing to jump between two buildings and fall to my death yeah. which makes you the dream trader and might be the final liberator that pushes you into the stratosphere. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of a lot of bitches won't ever be like that. Do you know? It's the same with stand up, man. You see it in stand up, the the gong shows and the open mics. The the list of fifteen, and you watch it whittle away as the excuses appear and the names are scratched out as they go. Oh, I've actually got sniffles. I'm not coming in. I'm oh, uh, maybe in a second. Maybe next month. They, yeah, you yeah. know we've had a lot of we've had a lot of bills come in i feel a bit bad like this is what i liked about it i got fucking smoked probably crying in my car theoretically
1: <laughs> theoretically or really did you really do theoretically cry in
0: the crying car? in my car but i still <laughs> i still i still went and did my stand up gigs in that state because i still fucking hardened the fuck up and got on with life yeah. because i'm not a coward yeah. so i fucking took basically the, the sort of, uh, hit that would make someone kill themselves. And I still, <laughs> a day later, went on stage and did stand up and made people laugh. And I guarantee you, a lot of people wouldn't have even done stand up if, oh, I was, had a, I had to work overtime for 30 minutes. I'm feeling a bit tired. I'm going to take the day off. You know, it's too
1: oh, hard. Oh man. If most people had lost almost all of their money they wouldn't have gone and done a kick that night mate for well, sure. I didn't
0: lose almost i didn't lose almost all of it man but i took a hit on <laughs> you did my side. yeah well, of yeah. course i did everyone everyone can see that right because i had a large amount of capital in there that took 40% hit and then it ended up at 30 down you know what i mean so i extracted it out but you know the the position is far from ideal and um in, in retrospect, maybe I should have gone half and maybe I, I think in future, do you know, you might have a different move on a binary outcome. You might mm. trade sentiment up to the binary. And, but um, the, there was really no reason for this. Like I, when they t- told me about it, it was like someone had died. It was a shock. I think this is what you would have if you say, you'd, oh, your dad's died in a car crash. Yeah. It would take you weeks to say, no, that's not real Because your brain immediately blocks it And goes, that couldn't yeah. have happened That's yeah. too much
1: Denial first
0: Who cares, man? Because what what is humanity? Like, it's experiences, right? And the, the, the problem I've realised Is everyone just focuses on the happy bit But you mm-hmm. have to experience What are all five? Happy, sadness, anger, humiliation And this is what you get Like, comedy gives you humiliation Which is a great lesson mm-hmm. This sort of shit gives you, you know, sadness and anger at mm-hmm. a high level. Mm-hmm. So you go, you've only ever been to an
1: eight. I was going to say the, tr- the true barometer of how this has impacted you uh, mentally and emotionally will be whether or not you can walk past a mirror, stop, look yourself in the eyes and not spit at your own reflection. Well, mate, you know
0: what's so good? I don't spit anymore. I'm happy. <laughs> and, you know,
1: I'm actually, I haven't spat in a week. <laughs> 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 since you, yeah, since you went all in on the short sure thing.
0: Well, and and I agree with you. And the other thing is, if you get philosophical in life, like surely the purpose of life is that Buddha mindset, which is um, – to uh, life is suffering, right? Mm-hmm. And the more you can experience of life and the more that you can process it and remain unaffected. Like I realised it with uh, Nelson Mandela, right? He gets locked in Robben Island and he's fucking trapped down there. And he, he gets to a philosophical point where he realizes that consciousness is existence. So it doesn't really matter that his eyes, he's getting cataracts, he can't see, and he just does hard labor because he can go anywhere in his mind. And then people think, oh, well, he's just saying that. But then when he was freed, he had no jealousy or animosity. So he was truly, he was truly Buddha. He mm. truly had philosophically realized that life is about taking a series of hits. And never letting them to flap you, you decide whether you're in a happy, bad, sad mood, and eventually, the more you experience, the more that you can go towards nirvana, where it's like actually you're in penetrable, and at that point you are a, a
1: formidable human being, and you're not a weak loser now this is this is directly quoted from the email that you've been sending out to clients who have lost money, right? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so look, guys, I, life is suffering. The only way to reach Nirvana is to yeah, experience yeah, yeah. a deep I, loss. I, I,
0: do, I, <laughs> I do an email and go, uh, called. Uh, it's titled uh, The Long Walk to Freedom. <laughs> it quotes, quotes Mandela's book. And then there's <laughs> photos of Mandela and I'm like, he's been in a limestone cage. You guys are in the same cage. So it's all perspective. And like I always <laughs> said, you can now... Realize what's important, which is your health and your family, and your happiness is determined by
1: your own mind. <laughs> yes. Money is the trap. These are external factors. You shouldn't be thinking about them. We're trying to free you from this prison. But you know what it actually made
0: me realize? Because I had such an idea that in order to do stand-up, I had to make large amounts of money to fund it. But
1: Almost so you could be free from being tethered to anything else? So,
0: yeah, so, so I'm free, so I yeah. couldn't work. But that's, that's basically more cowardice because mm. the, what you're basically saying is I could pursue this, I could become good at this
1: when something else happens. Yeah, yeah. You, you're saying I don't have the cushion there to be, to be good if that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: can't commit. I can't fully be in. And, and you're basically the Coles employee that signs up to the gong show open mic and go, I can't do it tonight because I had to work extra half an hour and I'm tired and I didn't get to have my Red Bull at three because they didn't give me my tea break and I feel <laughs> a bit shaky, so yeah. I'm going to have a day off. I mean, the truth is, the, the main reason that I probably go so hard is because I don't have a sense of purpose, right? <laughs> I, I, I trade and I enjoy it, but I'm trying to find my place in the world. And one thing I know, it's, it's not in a fucking factory, so I'm trying to leverage out of that, but... The the truth is you can live free. You can the long walk to freedom, man, you you're free the moment you choose to be.
1: Yeah, whether you're walking in expensive snakeskin shoes or barefoot, you know, you're still doing the walk, right?
0: Yeah. And look, there's there's a big humility and, and a lesson here, because if I had just run off ridden off to the sunset, I wouldn't have had this lesson, right? I would have just been a wanker that just acquired more and more shit, drank mm. more and more alcohol and prayed that one day I could find uh, a more philosophical idea about consciousness and why we are on this planet. Because, do you know, like, the the thing is, the way I live with my greed is it actually has, it has no change in my lifestyle because the numbers, when they were millions and lower, I still live like a pauper
1: well, man, because I always wanted is, more and more. Humans adapt so well. Like, we... I've, I'm as happy uh, now with with like with based and a comedy business that's running well and it's taking over and I'm making money as I was when I was making sixteen thousand dollars a year and working from home writing marketing articles to go on the internet for different company i'm I'm not a happier person or a sadder person because every time you have a small win or a big win or a loss or anything happens your happiness and your joy changes briefly for that period of time. Yeah. You know? It's it goes it might jump up and it might if something really good happens, it might jump up for a week, you know? And you and you're feeling and you're feeling good for a week. But man, then that it returns to your baseline. We have a everyone has a baseline and it's based on what's in uh, exactly. what the external factors are.
0: Exactly. And it's your base level because it, you know the the way you can work it is when you go on a holiday mm. and you've planned it for a year and you're so excited, I'm off to Bali, I'm gonna get my hair braided, I'm gonna have this trip. And you realise on day 10 that you start to become bored by sitting by the pool. And then if you reflect on what you're doing, you're sitting on something and you're you're just drinking, inanimate, sort of just lying there, Nate, on a fucking uh, sun lounger doing nothing. I'm Mm -hmm. like, how's that different to what Nelson Mandela did? He lies on a fucking thing in a cell. He's out in the sun. I'm like... It's basically the exact experience. Everyone's dream is like, one day I'll make all this money. And then I lie on a fucking beach towel
1: on the beach and do nothing. And I'm like, that's prison. That's prison if you think about it. When I landed in LA and walked, uh, I got dropped off in Santa Monica and you're walking along the beach. It's nine in the morning. The sun's coming up and it's just homeless people on the beach just waking up, stretching out, having a yawn. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? These guys are crushing it. What? Why am I working so hard when yes. that's really that's all you want is you want to make enough money so that you can be the guy lying on the beach like a bum. Just be a bum. Basically, everyone's dream is a lie because everyone works and
0: works and works and then thinks, oh, then I'll get my dream, which is to lie on the beach and do nothing. I'm You like, can have that now. What you're basically saying is your dream is to lie and it's the equivalent or in a sleeping bag on the streets. So your ultimate destination is what the homeless people are already doing. You just yeah. don't realise it until you get it, because it's only the 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 quest and the pursuit that has any worth. The the outcome is nothing, right? The process is everything. It's like it's like the art or dancing. Like the the, the, the final product means fuck all. Mm. It's the journey. And then what happens is because of our consumerist uh, thing, you get transfixed that you live always live forward, and you're like, one day when I'm on that fucking beach towel, I'll be so happy. You're never going to be happy because there's nothing there.
1: If you're not happy now, you won't be happy then.
0: That's the long walk to freedom. That's your prison cell. I mean, you're a highly intelligent person, and your goal is to be an inanimate object and do Mm. nothing. And you say, well, that's death, dude. That's what you are when you're dead doing nothing you're not engaging with the environment so then you realize that all this uh fame and oh ellen DeGeneres, she's got such a great life she's got a dog shit life it's no different to living in a one-bedroom flat. the only difference that she has is not having to do the wage slave job but you don't have to do that you can have a job keeper and you can or you can just fucking sell gumboots in the town and make just <laughs> enough to cover your ass Do you know what I mean? And that's, that's actually, there's no elevation. No, no humans actually elevated over the other one. It's just what you choose to prioritize. And because we're all fucking little vermin, we all think that have the schmeagle with the biggest cave has actually had the best experience. But it's actually the person with the wildest ride, the guy that fucking skids up in the end. In, with an overheating Ferrari, you've blown it up, you fucking, do you know what I mean? The guy that trashed the vehicle, you you, you had a million experiences and you, you hand it over and it fucking blows up as you walk into heaven and you're like, fucking what a ride, man. I experienced a million things that no one had because I've realised by being more adventurous, you've experienced way more than Joe Schmo
1: in his desk job.
0: Just yeah. crazy
1: shit. Crazy shits happened to me. Even when horrible things happen, they become great stories for later. Yeah,
0: and it's and it's and and it's fun because you've had experiences, which is all it is. And and other people have just been spending ninety percent of their life trapped at a desk, and and for what? For what? For a trick, man? For a lie that they sold you to put you into serv- servitude and 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 subrogate you so that you work for their the ruling elite, the, the truth is there's no reward for you doing that, except unless you enjoy the work. If you enjoy the work,
1: if you find a career that is meaningful for you, then it's fine. You don't even have to enjoy the, you just have to enjoy the act of doing the work, even if it's just the people. You can work in a, uh, yeah, in a shit factory, just pounding out the shit every day. Just that's your, your job, you just pull the lever. As long yeah. as you enjoy going in and chatting to the guy across yeah. from you who's pulling the other lever you sort it. Well, You're that's great. it.
0: And then you found a like mind because you found someone else that's willing to just be a shit shit presser forever. Mm. So you've got similar sort of uh, values and beliefs of what's achievable in this world. So you get to hang around like minds. So that's one of the good things at work. Any arsehole that's willing to go on that feed tray... Do you know in that capacity? Okay, sixteen grand a year or whatever. The other twenty are the same as you. So you found common minds. So you, uh, you're going to have great work drinks, and you're all going to agree that you've got the right plan, and that you're all going to become supervisors one day. And that's the dream. Wouldn't it be good to be the head operator of the shit factory? We can <laughs> press most of the shit, and we just get <laughs> other people to do it. It's like uh, what happens with the what happened with the slaves. Eventually, like they were, they were put in chains and brought to America, but eventually they were elevated slaves that whipped the other slaves, and that became the goal within the slave population. They were obviously runners, which is us. Like I tried to escape, and then I've been shot and hunted down by dogs. But there were also people that said, you work hard and you'll stop getting raped, and you can yeah, actually yeah, be the supervisor.
1: Yeah. You can rise to the top of the slave heap.
0: You'll be the supervisor, and then you know what? You can <laughs> rape some of the slaves as well yourself.
1: <laughs> Man, with the holiday planning and Bali, uh, I think it ties in nicely to the to the baseline happiness thing because all, all you're doing when you're planning a holiday is is – you're getting excited for that little spike in happiness. And even if it's only yeah. the first two days of your 14-day trip and by day 10 you, you're ready to just come home and you don't fucking care anymore. Well, you
0: always get bored on a trip.
1: Of course. But, every, but everyone's life is just constantly looking forward to those little spikes, those little peaks yeah. of happiness. Man, it's for, from holiday planning <laughs> to, to buying a want- thing. To doing a cum, man. Like the the best bit about having sex is knowing that you're going to have sex later, and then as soon as it's done, you yeah, it, you it's what fifteen yeah, it's an twenty anti-climax. seconds. You
0: you want them gone. You want them to go away.
1: You're like, you- <laughs> Even if you want them to hang around, you have those. You have that brief moment of of the the brief peak, and then you're back down to exactly where you were before and you think, oh, I need a sandwich, I need a drink, Dude, maybe i get yeah, a juice. Yeah, you, you, you,
0: you, you, it's just a brief moment, and if you experience happy once, well, then you've got it, so you understand what it is. So why do you have to remain in that state forever? Like, what, what's the desire to be like yeah. that the whole time? If you start embracing pain and sadness, then you become impenetrable because you're like, <laughs> I actually enjoy feeling like shit, where I want, like, a,
1: a shark to take me and bite me in half, or I want a
0: vehicle to crush me. There's also joy in that.
1: If making more money and having more things and and any sort of conventional uh, success ladder climbing that, if it meant anything and it changed and elevated your mood and overall happiness and well-being in any way, then you would be able to take that and you would be able to apply it to something like doing a cum. If you you jack off tonight or have sex with your partner or a stranger or whatever, if you bust (laughs) that nut, and you wake up tomorrow and you feel the same way that you did today then you know that achieving anything is not going to help you because unless all of your orgasms cumulatively yeah, continue yeah, yeah, to make it- you feel better and better and every day you wake up after having jacked off last night you jack off again and you think fucking hell my life my mood everything just keeps getting better and better yeah it doesn't though because it's not cumulative. It's a one-off peak.
0: Yeah, because it's just it's just it's just chemicals, isn't it? Mm. It's just chemicals released in your brain. It's not real, and it's uh, that, that the same thing of renovating a house or a holiday. You plan it, you fantasize about it, you get it, and then it vanishes. And then you – and you can you can see it because everyone does it, like I said in the last episode, on the holiday. They look forward to it. You see their the little dumb calendar in their cubicle and they start marking off the days, marking off the days. And then there's the <laughs> excitement of packing. There's a little argument with your partner because, you, don't you're overpacked or whatever. There's little signs that you're still a piece of shit.
1: And then, you know, <laughs> then <laughs> – even while trying to escape from yourself, you can't escape from yourself.
0: <laughs> then it's reflective. There's so many comments. How good is this? How good is this plane? Oh, we're here. Yes, yes, How yes. good? Oh, the hotel. Is it good? Oh, it's... Oh! Oh! The hotel's not what we expected. Okay, okay, now we're going to spend three hours haggling with the Balinese manager to get a room upgrade. Tick, 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 time going away. Okay, now why are you down at the buffet the next morning? You couldn't get the room upgrade. You're pissed off. Okay, now we're going to start emailing TripAdvisor to see if we can get a refund because we've ended up in a shit hotel because it has not lived up to what you expect. Okay, now we've accepted our fate. We're staying at this three star. It's a pile of shit. We're getting nailed by mozzies <laughs> and the pool's not there. Now we're starting to enjoy it because the alcohol kicks in. Now what happens? You're day four and you become aware, shit, three days to go. Three days until I'm back at the cubicle.
1: Then you're on the back end of it, yeah.
0: Now the (laughs) countdown starts to count down. Well, last day. Well the last day of the holiday's a complete waste. You can't enjoy that because you're Mm. fucked again, aren't you? And it's another nineteen months before
2: you ever
1: (laughs) ever get to have fun again. What's the difference between any of this and just doing drugs? Just becoming a junkie. You know what what is the difference? It's those It's the baseline and then the peaks. And that's that's all that's No, there's
0: no difference. And then and then also you've got the come down which is the same thing, which is the moment that you go back into the ca- uh, cubicle mm. and you've got the calendar that marks off, yippee, Bali <laughs> holiday, finally, uh, bon voyage, and you've got the balloon, bon voyage, Jenny, have fun, get your hair braided, I've got a beautiful, there's uh, the, the, the Thai Fantasy Resort, you must go and try their satay sticks, you'll <laughs> love it, it's a life changer, it made our trip. And then there's the moment where you sit there and they go, you're back in the shit factory and they go, you need to make up for the time you've been away, you know, (laughs) because they don't actually, you don't actually get a holiday. You just had, you had to work extra hard and then work extra hard when you get back because there's no way management's letting you productivity drop. You have to work at all points. So, For the holiday, you had been working. You didn't mention, oh, yeah, I was doing 18 hours because I just had to get stuff done. Payroll has to be done before I left. And it was quite hard when I got back because there was payroll. So so there actually wasn't really a holiday. If you look at your working hours, you just basically for three weeks did triple time so you could have a week away. You
1: transposed your working hours. (laughs) You just
0: compacted it. You didn't have any time for your kids. You blew out, put on weight, and then you got one week in Bali and then you came back and get work like a dog for a month and by three days in you're you're so stressed that you've forgotten about the holiday and then guess what happens a colleague comes up and goes oh you love barley you've got to you've simply got to try vietnam it's barley it's barley on steroids the pools are a cleaner the, the the water's crisper the beach oh you stand on it it's like music between your ears jenny it's that's where you need that's where your happiness lies and then you reset or you reset to renovate if i could just have a better kitchen to chop mm-hmm. up my fucking macaroni and my, my, my one minute noodles i need more leg i need more arm space because i can't you know whenever i do a casserole I don't really have room to take out the bake tray and then also do the garlic bread. You know, there's not space. If I could have that, I'd be happy.
1: Do you like Faster Pasta? If you enjoy Faster Pasta, why not come down to Past Faster Pasta? The fastest pasta since Faster Pasta. Just past Faster Pasta, Past Faster Pasta is the fastest pasta since Faster Pasta opened. Get your fill of Faster Pasta, past Faster Pasta at Past Faster Pasta. Do you have this thing where when people ask you, oh, how was the show? How was the thing? How was the movie you went to? How was that meal you ate? How was the holiday? How was whatever? It makes you angry because you think, I, I'm not, what do you mean? I'm not, it's fine. Every. It's. It was fine. It's done now. It's gone. Yeah, yeah. Why are you asking me these questions? Why aren't we focusing on the immediate present or the Dude, future?
0: That's why you're better than me because I realized, and this is what came out from this, is I've been living so far into the future that I haven't been living because I've got this fucking Andrew Forrest delusions of grandeur fantasy and because of that, my life's been totally meaningless. And I think whenever you see people like that, they go backwards or forwards. You see a lot of it when people get old. They start getting caught up in nostalgia. Wow. We, uh what a life. And then you see them fucking thumbing through photos because they can no longer live in the present because yeah. they can see the guillotine, chop, chop, and they can see their coffin being fucking engraved, ready to go down. And they then, the only option they have then is to reflect 30 years prior where they still had time and go, God, remember those days, Ken? We used to play golf and then you'd have some, jugs oh you used to you drive home you i don't reckon you should have mate
2: <laughs> but you know you
0: have to you can never be in the now then but uh people just uh flip between the past and the future and there's actually nothing there because it doesn't exist it's a it's a it's a lie only the current chemicals exist
1: it makes me angry when people ask about something that's happened and how it was and they want to. Reminisce on it, dude. But
0: what do you think they're doing? They they're tricking their brain into releasing the endorphin,
1: the dopamine hit. I know what they're doing. I get but it. But the thing
0: is, they could they could look at anything. They could look at pornography. They could look at a photo of like uh, an anus. I don't know
1: what they're into, but
0: you know, like anything <laughs> can trigger the dopamine.
1: Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I found that the best thing I can spend money on, and the best thing I've. Uh, been able to spend money on is anything it's not the peaks it's anything that removes the troughs right it's getting yeah eliminating any troughs so making your day-to-day as comfortable as possible things like spending the extra three dollars for the can opener that has the padding so that you don't yeah. crush your hand when you're to yeah. open the spaghetti you know it's it's the it's the bedding that you get into bed at night and you go fuck yeah this is uncomfortable this feels really good it's not yeah. hot. it's not too cold this is good this is nice or yeah. it's it's a desk or a chair that feels good to use and it's the right height it's those things that just prevent you from slipping p- down below your baseline Be, uh infinitely more important i think than i peaks. don't
0: know man because you want stability and then i suppose in my world my subconscious creates chaos because it's bored By society. So I go up and down
1: wildly so that it's not... So I don't realise how shit this place has become. Do you know? Because it's a fucking shithole. Are you saying that the comforts do nothing for you?
0: No, because I just think, like, society... This is a fucking abomination, what we've created down here. Just this hive of suburban shit. I don't think anyone has any meaning. And I think we've fucking lost every sense of what you want to do you what you want to do when you're alive is focus on survival and the best way to do that is to just have a stick and be in the forest and have to try fend off animals and that's how you'd have the best life because you would feel fucking alive at all points because what happened when i took that big trade i felt so alive man i felt out of body and i realized oh that's how you felt when you lived in the caves and wolves cave for you every night and every mm-hmm. night they got one kid And every night you fought them with sticks and things and you're like, one night you fought them off and survived and you had a family of 12 and it was 12 in the morning that the elation, we made it through another night, but to live at that intensity and they go, oh, you only live 40 years. Well, you know what? In a cubicle, you don't live at all. So fucking (laughs) mull that one over, fuckhead, because you haven't ever felt the full adrenaline and any. you basically have a Ferrari and you drive it at 12 kilometres an hour its entire life and you're like oh we got so many mileage out and we got to we got to be in it for 80 years i'm like you could have gone 300 k's and jumped a fucking cliff and landed on the other side but you, you yes. chose not to you drove a sports car at 12 k's and you said nah it's not worth the risk
1: i don't want to see what this engine what's under the bonnet fuck that that's risky i don't think it's stability though i mean i i guess i kind of get what you, what you mean um, I, I just think that people do it in, fuck, I had it in my head.
0: Dude, it's like what McGowan, Mark McGowan's done and all these lockdown things for COVID. They've, they've decided that living on Muesli and not doing anything fun and living an extra 10 years is the, the ethos that everyone has. I'm, the, I'm not on board for that. That's what I was going to say. I'm on board for living in excess. They're like, if you eat muesli every day, you, you run all day, you have no fun, you live to 95. I'm like, you never lived. I would rather die at 40 of a heroin overdose on a beach having party like a fucking maniac. And <laughs> I, I just think, like, my life's better because they they believe that time's linear, but it's not. It's not. Like, the Kurt Cobain and those that died at 27 experienced more of the world than any 90-year-old I know. So you're dumb. You're dumb. You didn't experience the world because you bought into to your calendar that time is a line, but it's
1: not. That was my thing: is that you can, uh, like, yeah, there are the peaks and there are the troughs. Your baseline stays the same, um, but preventing the troughs just as important because you could be, you can be one of those people who goes, "Oh, I, I never, yeah, I didn't eat avocado on toast for for twenty three years so that I could get the car that I wanted or I could buy a house or." whatever. It's, yeah. well, it's like, well. Now you're, now you're 55 and you've got the car that you wanted and you look like a fuckhead driving it. Oh, dude, they're, they're disgusting. What have you been doing for 23 years, man? You've just been sitting... there's 23 years you'll never get back. And not only that, those were your prime... Yeah, so those were the important ones. That's
0: what I love so much, man. Every sports car's got some balding fucking, uh, divorcee businessman on it. I'm like, why don't they use that for their branding? It's, it's not, you never see James Bond <laughs> 007 in one. You see some fat fuck that, uh, sold out his entire life to cruise yeah. around in his seventies. And uh, the truth is, Sports cars are mainly driven by disgusting people that look revolting. <laughs> yeah, Most of yeah. the hot people come out of fucking Hyundai Gets. Yeah. I saw a guy sort of get into like a crappy little fucking Toyota Yaris and he looked like fucking Thor. Mm. And I'm like, that's probably a more accurate representation of who, because he's an actor and he's probably trying to do it. The, yeah. the guys in sports cars are revolting, but the the, the market's never caught up. They're never driven by 007. Well, they are for celebrities, mm. Do you know. It's, it, it was the same. the The true billionaires don't dress. I've done this in stand up, so I always get worried. But, but true billionaires don't wear brand names because they know they know they know Calvin Klein, and they go, "The guy's a, a prick. I hate Calvin. He's <laughs> yeah, a loser." Yeah. Yeah. That I'm not wearing now. I'm going to wear a fucking
1: brandless tracksuit thing. No name on me. Only
0: the working class slaves buy into
2: <laughs> labels.
1: Yeah. Well, if you're in your 20s and you're looking at cars and you're thinking, oh, well, this one will be practical, I'll I'll probably get the practical one. And maybe I'll think maybe maybe later I'll be able to get if I had this much, I'd get this one. It's like, well, when when that happens, it's going to be too late. Is that what you want to? want to be if you're gonna if you're thinking about practicality now what kind of person are you going to be when you finally throw caution to the wind and get that thing or do that thing or live that way that you idealist idealistically want to live
0: think yeah it's diminishing returns right it's Mm. it's like you think having money at the back end would mean anything but a uh, million dollars is only worth about 12 grand once you're in your 70s because, do you know yeah. what I mean? You're, yeah, yeah. Your ability to be a backpacker's, you can't go to um, moonlight parties in Thailand and drink no. from a fucking cocktail because you freak people out. You basically have to <laughs> wander around in jerry cans and because you basically killed your spirit... 10, 20 years earlier, you don't enjoy it. You've just got your schedule and you make sure that you see the big rock and the big banana and you see the big Wellington boot. Do you know what I mean? Like you tick off the things because it's the, 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 you're trying to live the fantasy of that 20-year-old, but they died in the cubicle. They yeah. don't exist anymore. No. And now you say, oh, I achieved it all. I'm like... You achieved really nothing, to be honest, besides wasting <laughs> wasting a consciousness.
1: I mean, you're really hedging your bets that you even want to be alive by the time that you're set to enjoy that superannuation fund you worked so hard on, you know?
0: Yeah. The, the super is just basically a, a ventilator or life support. Mm. So what you do, you, you, you earn money and you live a shit life without any avocado toast. And then when you, <laughs> when you can no longer work because you're, you're – your faculties have departed, and you've got dementia, and you can't really operate. There's enough money to still be a wage slave right until you put into the sand. Like you
1: yeah, can, you they know, can, you, what. What the great thing about superannuation is, is that you you save and save, and you scrimp and save, and then. Someone else takes that money and they turn it into more and more money. Look, you can't touch it until you're old. But when you do finally get to that point where you're ready to settle down and retire, we can take that superannuation money and we can give it to an underpaid nurse to make sure that you don't die slipping yeah. over yeah. in the shower. That's it. That's it's it. Like, and they what? can say, "What am I paying for?" We have, what? I'm I'm fucking paying for my own iron lung. Is that what's happening? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's exactly you, what's happening.
0: What they've managed to do is freeze you. For your whole life and the ruling of elite have turned you into a slave, but you never worked it out. You, you basically, you never <laughs> earned enough money to ever, to, I think like, how much money do people earn? Just enough to secure your own cage. You end up one day <laughs> having the privilege of owning your own cage, which is your suburban house, mm. which is no different to a locker system, just with fucking the, the units that the people locked away. And then they, they say, you know what? one day you will own this cage. Do you know what I mean? Like then that's what you pay off. Yeah. (laughs) They go also,
1: if you put enough money away, when you're no longer of use to us, we'll keep you alive. We'll keep you around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Using the money that you worked so hard for. So here's your option. You're a slave. One day you can own your own cage.
0: And if you put the remainder of your money aside, we'll make sure you have tins of beans so that you can fucking see out your days demented just staring out of that cage
1: no wait tell me this right because i don't want kids and i think that's pretty that's baked in pretty hard for me Mm. that's what they're that's what the whole thing and the whole system is playing off though right is that you need to be able to support and provide for someone else. like you can't you can't just get to 55 and go i'm done and fucking keel over and die because what about those little shits that you that you brought into the world you got you can't leave what are you leaving for them Well, that's the thing. They
0: put you in that family unit and then you're like a provider. So that's basically signing over your soul because you're like, at the moment you've got them, you have to now remain a slave or they'll die because the capitalist system will churn them out. You know, you have to provide and make money and try and make them safe because it's such a toxic, dangerous place. Like, So you have to now, you're committed to your job and what you actually have to do is have the sad moment of training them to be a slave or risk, you know what I mean? Like you get to watch them, their dream die and their spirit disappear and then you make sure that you pass on the DNA and the, the mind map, which is, mate, the best thing I ever did was have kids
2: because you know what I mean? Like
0: I've reflected back in my life and that was the highlight because they were very early on my dreams dissipated but then you know what? There was a scratch and win. Three scratch and wins that might have fucking come good, but they didn't. But they, those scratch and wins will make more scratch and wins. And, you know, just as there's a long shot, and this is why they love fame so much, you can go, you go on the voice, Oh, my heart! And then you can sing at Westfield forever and maybe someone can
2: escape.
1: Hi. Roy Forgetti here, CEO of Ready Forgetti Aged Care Facility. We provide round-the-clock care to thousands of residents who suffer from Alzheimer's and dementia. People often ask me, Roy Forgetti, why are the residents at the Ready Forgetti Aged Care Facility so happy? The secret is our 400 square kilometre brain damage indulgence dome sectioned off into 14 themed zones. Grandgram and Pop will have round-the-clock access to War World, War World 2, World War 2 World, Vietnam, p Cruise, line at the post office, not sure about all these Asians, and bus stop. We also have Australia's largest car park, so Grandad can look for his 84 Commodore for hours. No expenses spared to recreate classic memories like Night at the Opera in our 1000 Seat on-site theater. Left the oven on, went to bed, and all my mates died in the trench, and I can't feel my legs. Stuff your crusties in it, ready-for-getty aged care facility for an unforgettable end-of-life experience. It's, I'm sure there's a hard question to answer. Are your kids the best thing that happened to you? No,
0: man, they are. Because um they they, they are good because it's um my life's almost trashed, so uh, they're doing exactly <laughs> what we say. Yeah, like there's a chance that I can steer them away from working and create um, create a warlord.
1: I just feel like there needs to be another category um, to explain, because everyone goes to that. oh, yeah, best thing that ever happened to me was was my kids. Sure, but what? But was it really? And is what you mean? actually, that you, you love them so much that you wouldn't trade anything for them. I don't know if that's the same as being the best thing that ever happened Yeah,
0: and think, think of the philosophy here, right? What, you, what your kids do is mirror what you did. Mm. So what happens is you have kids and you give up on your dreams. Yeah. And then they've just got this neutered dog that's doing fuck all besides providing. <laughs> and what you do is establish that precedent to them. So you basically guarantee that they 'll mirror what you 're doing if you were selfish and you pursued your dreams and continued to do it, then they'd be like, "You know what, Dad always fucking the roll of the dice. Dad went all in and shares i 'm going to fucking do it and one day it'll come good. But if you basically have kids and then put your dr- park your dreams, you set a horrible precedent because what you do is you train them to be a slave. You mm. treat them. Dad can't be there because he's working hard. Dad's part of the system. Dad's this. And their subconscious basically mind maps them so the moment they have kids, they became that, the same neutered dog. Yeah, they never yeah. know to break the mold. They never risk it because it was good enough for dad. It's good enough for me. And you basically always stay in your cage forever, for, yeah. for eternity with every generation.
1: It seems uh, hard to maintain a sort of nihilistic uh, uh, and free approach to existence and life while having the kids there and being a good parent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
0: the thing is, it's your definition of your good parent. Like the the idea that that there's some Charlie and the Chocolate Factory um, utopia for kids. I don't understand why. From 1 to 18, you create a world that doesn't exist. You create innocence. You create Mm -hmm. the idea that it's perfect and it's all provided for. It's
1: magical and it'll all come out right and it's fair. Everything's fair and you get what you put in.
0: Listen to your teacher, no one won the race and that's not what the world is, but you hide it for them so that you ill-equip them so they're emotionally fragile, pieces of garbage, (laughs) you know, with no emotional (laughs) intelligence and then they spend the rest of their life on antidepressants because... Uh, at 18, they're suddenly at levers, a bit drunk, wondering why they're sleeping with 19 bikies because they thought, hey, this isn't the Disney Channel anymore, is it? Holy fuck, I'm in the back of a ute. What the fuck? This place is scary. And then they go, wow, the, the wild 20s where you basically grow up because there's some sort of padded, padded childhood environment mm. versus the – do you know what I mean? What is good being a good parent? Surely preparing that you don't have childhood. You, 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 you build an adult early. Yeah. You build yeah, a yeah. fucking adult from the beginning. And you know what? Then they don't have the jarring reality that Santa's bullshit and Easter bunny's bullshit and that super's bullshit and bosses are bullshit. And the reason dad drinks a lot is because he's getting screwed at his job and it's a <laughs> thankless task and he's, he hates his life. He might as well be aware of that, so that he, he's equipped. So at eighteen, he makes sure he 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 takes whatever's not nailed down to free himself, mm. and is not a patsy.
1: Do you find it hard to uh, to take the long walk to freedom with the kids there? Like, do they keep you grounded, or uh, I guess it stop you in any way, or hold you back in any way from being able to commit to that long walk for freedom? And that, yeah, true? man, of
0: course. Of course, they block everything. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I got forced to Perth because of it. I live mm. here for them. I chose them first, and everyone says it's the right thing to
1: do. And oh, I, no, no, that, no, that stuff. I, the, the real physical, tangible stuff. I totally get. I mean, more the, the mental, the, uh, yeah, the perspective, the outlook, that sort yeah, of yeah, yeah, internal yeah, yeah, yeah. philosophy.
0: Do you know why it helps you so much? It's all the experiences. Because you finally reach the age where you realise your parents were guessing, that no one Mm. understands life, but they spoke with such assurance that you trusted it. And then as you get to this age, you realise it's bullshit. And that it would be better to be honest with them and say, I'm unsure, man. Like, you've got your truth and you've got your reason to be here. Try just pursue it and, and just make sure you have fun, man, because that's, that's the only regret you ever have is not having fun and taking it too seriously. But yeah, so I'm saying what you get from being a parent is that reflective moment where you realize you're in a position of authority and there's no way you should be controlling the steering wheel. No one, no human should be at the wheel. Do you You know? And you get to, you get to change and then you get to make the decision whether you default to your DNA and, 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 and do exactly what, generations have done or if you try tinker with the recipe and hard jam it and see if something else happens and whether that's going to be a disaster or a fuck up or do you conform and try to just mold them in the same way you were and um i don't i think most people don't even wake up to that level they're just autopiloted and pre-programmed to replicate the past, what their parents mm. did, what their grandparents did, the, the the philosophy. Just take that on face value. Yep, you learn it. This is what we've been doing. This is what works. But um, who who ordained that? No one questions. You know, it gets pushed on you. I, I, I noticed it, man. I was watching um, uh, Bear Grylls and I saw, like, you know, the way they treat the gay community. And, like, 20 years ago they would have been vicious. And <laughs> he said he was yeah. this. And then it was like, oh, good on you, mate. You do so well. It's such a bogan. And I've realised that even in our lifetime, that whole idea, that idea has changed. And it's just that social pressure. But so much of it is the sheep. Conform- not, not, this isn't against the, the gate. This sounds bad. I'm saying to you, like, <laughs> like so many of your ideas are, 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 are ideas that someone else gave you and then you don't know mm. what filter they applied to it how accurate it is like to be an employee or to just go about life. And, and it's the quote you said uh, to be a good parent. Well, what the fuck's what's that man? To insulate them. Like the reality is they're on the rock as much as you are. They need to learn the only way they do, which is failing. So you you basically let them run wild and you just Mm. give guidance. Mm. But I think what most people do is pad, pad everything for them Mm. and create another moron.
1: Mm, yeah like the what probably would have been a pretty good instinct originally to stop your kid from running into the road or burning themselves on a fire has turned into an emotional insulation and going oh no we can't let him get his little feelings hurt we can't we we can't let her know that she's going to be shit at gymnastics dude. they do it
0: with their sibling rivalry they have a fight and then they go. The guy, the, the the older or younger one that hit, they go to that one and go like, "Don't you dare do that!" And then they console the other one. And the the truth is, one little prick was rude, and the other one got hurt. And it's actually for the guy that did the hurting to fix it. To show compassion and resolve what he 's done, because if he had fucked over a colleague or a friend, he would come with cup and hand and say a cap in hand or whatever and say i 'm sorry man i shouldn 't have done that i shouldn't have stolen your drink i shouldn 't have done that, but the parent steps in and says don't you do that, I'm going to smack you in a minute. And then, ooh, come to me, baby, come to me, baby. So neither of them learn basic human skills, which is yeah. you just punched one, you fix it. You make sure he doesn't cry. Don't ever do that again. And also to learn, well, defend yourself. Smack yeah. him in the face back. You step in yeah. and create yeah. an artificial thing and then they don't learn anything. And you're like,
1: oh, I'm in uh, they're always fighting.
0: Yeah, because they found a way to get attention. <laughs> they're, and they're they're becoming more and more emotionally retarded.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I because I have this uh, ethical sort of philosophical aversion to kids. Like, I I don't think I don't think it's okay to to bring something into the world and go, Hey, you're uh, you're conscious now, so I hope it works out for you, and you aren't sad. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, eighty years. Um, yeah, so just kind of hope it goes all right. I'll do yeah. my best to help out, but you're on, you're kind of on your own really inside all on your own. Yeah. It's like up here. <laughs> it's all, it's yeah, all you. yeah. yeah. Uh, no one can help you with that. You no. Know, uh, yeah. That was, I am responsible completely, but like you're off the, you're off the tracks now. I don't know what's going to happen. So fucking good luck. But if you have the
0: Buddha mindset,
1: it doesn't matter what
0: happens because all you're trying to do is become a better Buddha. So you're meant to become more and more long walk of freedom, which is like, Actually, none of the experiences, good, bad or medium matter. It's just how you um, react to them and respond. And the more and more that you become impervious to these, the closer and closer you get to flatlining. You
2: know what I mean? Not
0: having the ups and downs to being able to feel a a level of contentment. So it doesn't really matter what happens to them. It's how they process what happens to them that determines
1: what they are. But who am I to give something consciousness and set it free it seems so yeah yeah no one is
0: no one is especially if your life hasn't worked out well and you've been tortured soul like myself
1: i probably shouldn't (laughs) have had them because i don't like it here i don't (laughs) like people i don't like what people are well that's interesting did you want kids
0: well, man, you know what? i I think it was another one of bowing to society's demands. they They really threatened me and said that it would be your biggest regret, and you'd feel really lonely and it's a sad thing to not have them. it's the best thing you would do. And um i I think in many ways, yeah, it's 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 good, but then also they've they've got my disposition, and this mm. place is not very accommodating to people like me. You're an yeah. outlier. You, I don't have a great time here. I'm constantly clashing with people down at the cafe and telling her to mind her own business. And people are like, just conform, just conform. And I can't. So I basically spend my life in purgatory, like a fucking alien, a stranger in a strange <laughs> land, just floating around getting kicked every time I don't listen to what they say. Yeah. So, it's, I mean, and, and I've sentenced him to do that because he have the same temperament. So
1: it's like... It's not actually a nice place to be unless you're just a slave. And you see that in your kids. Like, you're one who came back and said, oh, it doesn't matter how I do in the race, you don't win anything. (laughs) Like, there's no tangible reward at the end. Yeah,
0: he's already worked it out, right? But is it really – there's really no fun because we're a a social animal. So if you don't actually – part of the community and you're not wearing the Fremantle Dockers scarf and the (laughs) Wesco gives – you don't really have a good time when you go, I don't like football. Well – Good luck, because all the monkeys in the cage love bananas and you want oranges. So, like, it's a very progressive idea, but you're not going to have a fun time down here unless you become the famous and everyone converts to mandarins.
1: You're going to have to work a lot harder to build your own circle, you know, a cage within a cage almost.
0: You have to either find like minds or you actually have to be so out there that eventually the monkeys hand in the bananas to get oranges and go, I love the oranges, you know, and you change their mind.
2: (laughs) And then you make an impact on
0: the world. But the reality is what would happen to most people is you would eat your orange by yourself and eventually be mauled by the group and ripped to shreds.
1: (laughs) Screaming orange eater, orange eater as they do. In the
0: cage as as they rip meat off you and then laugh as they piss on your, your dead body which is probably what what actually happens to most uh, people that don't fit the mould.
1: Yeah, yeah. As they're they're in school, they're at lunch, they've got their orange and some kid comes over and grabs the orange and hefts it into a bin.
0: Because that's all bullying is, right? Bullying is pushing you into
1: servitude, pushing you down. It's compliance. It's forced compliance.
0: It's basically you, everyone goes, oh, oh even the bullies, ah, oh, oh, the hall monitors. But even their behaviourising is compliance because they're demanding that if someone's different to them that they have to be the same or they don't feel comfortable. So they're actually the, they're as bad. They're
1: just a hall monitor. Shh,
0: be me. We're wild. We're doing this. You're like, you can't do just whatever you want.
1: Even the sort of anti-bullying strategies that they implement in schools and the things that they tell you to do uh is is part of the encouraged compliance because it's oh well if you're being bullied or if someone's starting an altercation or if you're in some uh a situation like this we'll, we'll walk away remove yourself and you're like oh so i'm i outcast i ostracize myself for what in order to fit in oh, better yeah. later or because i'm not fitting in i i'm i'm <laughs> create more of a bubble between well, myself and these other like, people.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. So you you say, this is what they say, stop, I don't like that. Well, yeah. they're trying to make you uh, socially condition you to be the same. So your only bet <laughs> is to become worse than them, lighting yeah. fires and naughtier, or uh you're just they're going to come at you forever until you're the same as them or they can understand a way of understanding you and they won't do that during puberty so your best bet is to become a physical threat and basically yeah. try th- throw a glass into one of their face or actually, you know what I mean, smash one in the back of the head with a brick from a tree and go, (laughs) that guy's fucking scary. They go, he actually threw a brick into my fucking face and smashed eight teeth out. And he's like, and then when they talk to you, just foam at the mouth and go like, fuck, nah, he's actually (laughs) psycho. He's mentally insane.
1: Yeah, because removing yourself from the situation uh, doesn't do anything. Except ostracize you further. So you need to come back and beat them into yeah. submitting to your will. You need to become the master of your own reality and whether that's with your fists, words, or a weapon. But you've already okay.
0: lost, right? You've lost because they've approached you and the reason they've approached you
1: is because you're a weak member of the herd. So mm.
0: there's no way you can elevate yourself back from that. As soon you as you got turn, that, des-
1: you can turn the tables though because that does. That is a trope, but it happens is that uh, the the bully grabs your orange and throws it into the bin and you stand up and you smack the bully in the face and suddenly the bully isn't so big anymore. It
0: depends how big his pack is because it happened in our high school and I had a mate that he did that. Like The guys took his hat and threw it in the urinal and he fucking whacked him and knocked him to the ground Mm. and then he got... uh, he got gang-bashed about five times as, uh, you know what I mean, as uh, payback. <laughs> they, they chased him home in cars, kicked the shit out of him, Damn. bashed him again, bashed him again in big mob groups and would lynch in because they were smaller. And he had – basically he was bigger. He stood up and for a while – and then it was – he was forever in peril because they wanted to uh, – Reassert ascendancy, but they did it as a group as
1: cowards. Of course, I mean, look, the ODAC can come back nine to one, but there's no sure things uh, when the approval comes. comes Yeah, man, but
0: the thing, the thing, yeah, it's um, it's an interesting thing, hey, to try um, to realize how much pressure there is in this world, and it's what you feel every time you try to do something different you notice that the amplitude of rejection increases. The number of people that say, don't do that, oh, don't do that, because it freaks them out. But you always push back. It, it, you set up a business, you want to do stand-up, you want to try stuff, watch how many weasels come out and try to fucking lock you and block you. It's crazy. Yeah. It, it increases in amplitude Because the the mob tries to keep you in the cage always. Do you know what I mean? So the moment you start taking, go off piste and try to do something different, you will notice an accelerated pressure from everyone you know to push you back. You try to push the ship out. When you're just in the middle, you're left alone, the moment you're setting sail for adventure, watch how many fucking hands hold onto those oars. Oh, Random yeah. people chipping in, weird people at the shops. Oh, you! You're a comedian. <laughs> oh, you're yeah, as good as hell. <laughs> How you couldn't do it? Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. praying yeah. into your fear. <laughs> you're a comedian. <laughs> That—that's basically. I think comedy was a good uh, wake-up for me because I went through all that. The mockery, the weak little troll. <laughs> From who? Who is who is who
1: are the perpetrators? Just everyone, everyone,
0: because anything different, like in high school, is they try to knock it out of you. No yeah, one but- will follow your path. They, they they can never help you. You can never get advice from someone that doesn't want to do what you do. That's positive. They'll only ever tell you that you're a fuckhead. You never, unless you get supportive people or they've got a similar thing like they're trying to pursue music or they're trying to set up a business then they'll understand your pursuit and your quest and they'll be a good ally but i mean anyone that can't bake should never give you a recipe ma'am.
1: yeah yeah life is the stanford prison stanford prison experiment proprietary limited it's just a big company and we're all we're all inmates it's uh it's 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 a monetized version of of that it's all it is Yeah.
0: And the thing is, how, how many blocks do you get? Like, all I did, which I've tried my whole life, was to just buy a ticket to freedom. And I tried maybe too quick with Meso Blast and to do it yeah. too fast because I was in a state of panic because I'm fundamentally unhappy. And um, I was slammed down. I was slammed down by the toxic, cancerous people that control this place. There was uh, another plan in foot. Big farmer and the ruling elite <laughs> had an, had bigger plans because they wanted their leather lines Ferraris and they wanted more stuff.
1: And to hell with the kids. They can just fucking burn. Who gives a shit? Would you say that you're fundamentally unhappy at, at the core? Because I, I would have thought that the fun- fundamentally you, your outlook seems pretty good.
0: Dude, I am ha- I'm Look, it's funny because everyone – every time people always would question my mental health and say, I'm not happy. <laughs> I am the yeah. happiest person in the saddest place. <laughs> Do you, you know yeah. what I mean? As in like my my sadness comes from disappointment at how shit this place is. It's like going to a movie that's been hyped to me and it's like, American Pie 9, you're going to love it. And I just <laughs> sat here. I've sat here since the moment I was born – ...disappointed... ...wondering why it's so shit that when you had any uh, uh, infinite numbers of possibilities of what we could create here, that we created the money system and we created subservience and we created a ruling elite and we created that 99% of the population are like Egyptian slaves that have to build a pyramid for some man's ego and we could have just run wild and had it like Lord of the Flies. Right now I could be like raiding a cave and fucking stabbing people and living like wild and surviving and fighting a fucking werewolf and, yeah, I got ripped and I'm, I'm destroyed. But instead we just tap away. And you know what gave it away to me the best was when computers came to work and everyone heralded it in. It's going to make our life better and it just increased our workload. Like there was yes. Increased efficiency changed nothing. Even now, like I was thinking about it, um, thinking of houses as a, a yardstick for happiness. Mm. And when I was in Sydney, I'm working as a broker, I've got money and I live in an apartment at that point. Mm. and um, on that street was where Tilly Devine lived, right, all the prostitutes and the, the gangsters, and yep. they had terraced houses. So uh, when they were around, sucking dick got you a better fucking life, a better house than I had. <laughs> I'm now, we've moved with all this technology, oh, it's all improved. I'm like, I now live, if Tilly Devine had lived on that street at the same time, she would think, fuck. I wonder what sort of filthy dicks this guy sucks because his (laughs) life sucks. He's in a fucking box. 114B. I've got a fucking backyard, dude. I'm sucking some clean dicks. He must be on the filthy sailors straight off the boat. Like, that's the worst. Do you know what I mean? Like, And the same with the, the, if you think about it, so we've got both partners working now, so the male and female work, Mm. but we all live in the exact same houses where back in the day, maybe the man or the wife worked, whatever, you know, to make it progressive. But one, one worked, but we're buying the same house. So we've doubled the output, but I'm saying if you use houses as a measure, mm. uh, the, the house you buy, you bought off a family, a grandma, that the grandma didn't have to work. She had to work as a mum, which is the hardest job in the world, I might That's add. True. But I'm the saying to you, in the world. it is fucking, it, it really is. But I'm saying to you, the income input has doubled, but the output's the same. So I'm like, why hasn't anyone pieced that together? We've got laptops now, we've got both partners working and then having to pay for fucking daycares, but we're still buying a shit apartment when Tilly Devine owned a fucking terrace house
1: on darling in darlinghurst there's a fallacy with the uh, this way of thinking like oh well this this technology is going to improve things or if we do this then if we like if we if society is this way then it will improve things but the fallacy is that uh, the majority of people are going to work at a certain level their productivity is going to be 80% or whatever it is let's say it's 80% it's always going to be 80% you give someone with eighty percent productivity, a laptop, and they're going to be utilizing the laptop to maintain that level of productivity. Not to not to bring it down. They're not going to reduce their output because you've given them the laptop and now it's easier to do. They're going to still want to strive and strive forward and achieve these things and get those little spikes yeah, from yeah, the yeah. baseline.
0: So what what happens? Because we're always evolving. Mm-hmm. Like uh, the the pentathlon, you know when they they, they have like um w- what's the the French cycling, the French fucking the Tour de France, you know, yeah Tour de France, right? You know when mm. you have uh, the group and that they, they ride at that pace, the pace just increases so there's no real net change. Do yeah. you know what I'm saying? Exactly,
1: exactly. So so
0: what we could what we could do is if we agreed to slow down a bit. We, we could theoretically find a better resonance and everyone have a, a bit more contentment. But what we always do is we just ride faster and faster, 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 faster. And because everyone's riding faster and everyone's on faster bikes, you just you just go hell for leather until you basically burn up in the sun.
1: I don't even think it's, it's not a societal issue. It's an innate human issue. You know, you've got the bell curve, you've got the, the pokies, addicts on one side, and you've got the... Um, the incredibly productive super geniuses on the other side the the efficiency increases across the board so yeah. those people are still going to be those people you can't give a monkey a laptop and turn it into a bird it's not going to be able to fly it doesn't it doesn't matter what you do <laughs> it's always going to be the monkey yeah 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 totally and they do
0: get more efficient you know, even the pokey users have probably put coins in faster than they used to when well, they first well, yeah, came Yeah, because
1: they're, they're looking on their phone and they're like, oh, wow, I can tap to pay now. And also I can have a look and see which machine has the best odds to pay out. So I'm going yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. fight but some cunt to play that one.
0: <laughs> the the trick is that contentment and like what you said in that fir- when you spoke before has remained at the exact same level, exactly mm. like when you have a calm and you stay yeah. at that same level. Baseline. So there's actually. The baseline of humanity is exactly the same, except we're a lot more destructive. So it's actually no net benefit. So it's actually all an illusion, the whole thing of yeah. of progress. It's There's no progress. The whole thing is a fucking trap to just funnel little bits
1: of money into higher levels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I feel like my outlook is sort of uh, an optimistic nihilist sort of perspective but your your outlook i think is is similar but there's this very uh pessimistic edge of discontent but it doesn't seem to affect your your general mood or demeanor you know like chatting to you over the weekend when i thought oh i wonder if i will finally hear wolfie cry it was not it was still laughs you know on saturday it's still laughter the whole
0: yeah yeah but maybe that was false bravado but it's also because um the the models, it's still penetrable. Like the the reality is, I've multiple times been able to generate more than someone can in a lifetime. But so. you're,
1: you're illustrating the the thing right here, man. You're you're a pessimist would not think this way. A pessimist, to his core, someone who at their core w- was a cynic, would not think. Oh well, it's fine. There's a redemption arc here. They would think I've been defeated again. Oh, Why course. did I even try the first time? I'm out. I'm done.
0: I love it because i've 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 already learned this, and I've learned it even more now. Like uh, it's just hilarious to me because uh, people will then conclude, and then I get the joy of the the comeback story, which is probably more rewarding than the the win. It's so much better to put myself in this position, not be uh, take a knock back and then laugh my ass off when I get proof of product and I prove yet again that you can manufacture a rabbit out of the hat in this (laughs) dumb fucking game. You can do it a million times. It doesn't matter. As long as you keep your credit, you can do it as many times as you want. You just fucking, I mean, the reality is, even if I've had to go, the the broking, I wound all that up, I had to go to Ikea, what do you think I'm going to fucking do with my wage? Go and get a personal loan and put it back in the margin and do the exact same thing. No Mm. one will ever stop me doing it. And like a dumb guy that just runs headfirst into a wall, eventually my head will either explode or I'll penetrate a brick.
1: Yeah, yeah. And some of you might be thinking at this point, uh, what do I do? Now that MSB has fallen over Where does this leave but us? It, but it, well, it, hasn't
0: fall, it hasn't fallen
1: over No, Well, no, but the big, the big play last week, Fellow It didn't come off like it was supposed to And some people might be thinking What is the end result of this? And I think that the end result of this and the lesson here Is that now is the best time to invest in Sure Thing and Andrew Wolf, Because oh. you're currently <laughs> buying the dip and that's all this is. This is a dip. From the bottom rises the phoenix. From the ashes rises the phoenix. And Andrew Wolf is now on the up and up. And sure thing you- is now on the up and up. Because once you hit the bottom, that's the only way you can go.
0: I love it, man. Because I've had, uh, I've, I've taken people in my time from like eighty grand to seventeen, and then up to one hundred and eighty. Do you know what I mean? Which is effectively, mm. I mean, think if you think about the yield that I got this year,
1: and obviously there's a setback now and I, I'm, I'm working around it, but I'm a like... A blip to be ignored. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> interference on the comms channel. I'm not,
0: I'm not encouraging anyone to invest with me, but I'm, I'm saying to you, I turned 35 grand into 440,000. So if you work out how many multiples that is, um, try tell me to fucking get a desk job. Try explain to me how I, my theory can't be stronger than your, your theory, like that number... Is against everything that you that people can conceptualize. That's not possible. I, apparently, I don't even think like that. that that's a pretty pretty fucking uh, big rise. Oh yeah, out of nowhere, huge especially huge when you're depressed and you're going through a divorce. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I'm not depressed anymore. I'm
1: free because I risked it all. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, let's move on to picks of the week. aside from uh well look it's a great time to buy miso blast because they've just dipped it (laughs) no no well well, it's not that's absolutely not true
0: no no miso miso's got uh you know the the risk the downside risks obviously increase because um the fda has proved itself to be um antagonistic like Mm -hmm. uh you know what i mean it's it's proved itself to be an aggressor rather than a a ha- help or there seems to be something incentivizing it to make this as difficult as possible, uh, including breaking precedents and breaking their own protocol. So that's a very dangerous thing to be revealed from. W- once you see the government starting to be sort of um, to roll out the red tape, you've got to smell a rat. So, but look, there's still the, the the weight of evidence, and it's a long term play. I mean. It's always good. The biggest question is, do you believe in stem cells? That's it. I mean, the reality is they they do work. It's already Mm -hmm. established. Mm -hmm. It's just whether this guy's competent enough to actually apply it. Other than that, the rest is a formality and it's just a matter of time before they eventually have to open the door. So unfortunately for me, because of my leverage play, I won't be fucking riding off into the sunset, but I can definitely, (laughs) with people that aren't leveraged, rebuild and make a fuckload of money. So I'm not I'm not too stressed. It's like, uh, and uh, you know what I mean. I I, I went for it all and uh, I hit that iceberg. So it will take some recovery, but I'm I'm not out. But I'm saying to you, you know what I mean. It'll take time to rebuild mm-hmm. from here. Mm-hmm.
1: So that's good. Miso's good. Then um, well across the board, uh, I was going to say uh, ARV is up. Our other pets yeah. are all. All looking pretty good. ARVs are yeah,
0: they're all good. Brain chip's good now, I reckon as well.
1: Brainship is good now. I thought we didn't like brain chip.
0: No, that that that, that, that was when it was at ninety cents.
1: Oh, it's fucking, is it down. It's
0: thirty three cents now.
1: Oh, it's tanked, huh?
0: Yeah, it's totally tanked. So there's look, why it's, is it's, it
1: tanked?
0: Well, because it overran. It, it overran its potential. The potential remains, but uh, it, the the one thing you know with stocks. If they can capture the imagination once, they they'll do it again, or can mm-hmm. do it again. Mm-hmm. So the the truth is, it's shown a, a massive appetite to run. So um, news or something like that, you know, can trigger this.
1: I mean, a sixty six percent drop off is pretty significant. So if it uh, has the potential to run again. That's good.
0: No, no, well, look, and it could go down as well. That's what we need to say. The interesting one was Nova that um, it came out with its updated jork and it didn't really set the market alight, like 3.3 million ounce. um, People were hoping for five. It's going to take more time. And uh, there's peril there because traders that wanted to get rich quickly – Mm. Do you know what I mean? We'll, uh, we'll move on to greener pastures. So they'll be selling pressure and also the bigger players looking to position might exploit that to try get some cheap stocks. So do you know what I mean? Like Nova's probably uh, risk off. And then you've got WGO, which is good. Still
1: doing nothing, WGO. I mean, it's just sitting Yeah, around. I don't know, man. It's a waiting game, dude. It like is a waiting if, game.
0: If I had been more patient, I wouldn't be in this position with so, You know, I didn't need yeah. to being on that 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 news i could have just uh hedged and and moved forward so it was it was just a need to try fucking get ahead too quickly so Mm -hmm. it's a dumb it's a dumb thing in hindsight but um hindsight's 2020 man and 2020 has been a shit year (laughs) i love the people that did the joke 2020 and they were like, oh, it's, that's a vision reference. I'm like, oh,
2: <laughs> well, i am close with that. I'll close with that. I'm
0: like, fuck, any joke that a secretary at work's getting is like that she says it as well as a, as a tweet. It's probably yeah. not something you do in stand-up, but I see comics doing it. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, uh, the, I guess the thing is they still have that uh, GSA with no figure attached to it. But they're drilling now,
0: man, and they're, they're, they're
1: fear, the well, fear of... Well, I thought that was supposed to be the end of September and now we're into October and there's still Well, nothing. everything
0: drags out, dude. Like, the heart and back for miso was meant to be mid this year. Where oh, are yeah, we now? Yeah.
1: I know. I can still be angry about it, right? Can't we still be angry about them dragging it Do out? Do you know, every,
0: everything's a lie. Do you know what? The, you know the one that I found an interesting stock that's insanity is mm. um, IPB. IPB Petroleum.
1: I've got that on the list here. A
0: total, it's a total, you, a sink fund, right? You go in there, they're waiting to try raise 25000000 They million. They're looking to do that and then they can start drilling. And they, they gave out early sort of estimates of the reserve and it was pretty special, like quite could be a good play, but they got screwed because oil and gas got a bit um, pegged for a while. So, yeah. um, but that is one that's, you know, like WGO, that you're waiting for the GSA. IPB is waiting for someone to fund it, and they're in discussions. But it's the sort of one that nothing will happen. Nothing might happen for 18 months. Mm. But when that funding hits, it will have a a big impact on the stock. But it's sort of one that you might sit on the launch pad for, for a long time, and it might never happen. But when it does happen... When it does happen, like buying at two cents is insane.
1: It's at three cents at the moment, and you said you were hoping it would go back down below two, and that would be a great time to get in and hold on.
0: With these species, you've got to be careful because they often, um, they, they, they often create false little runs to lock you into cap raising.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like to to, to raise capital. They get pumped up a little bit and people start jumping on Well, that's it. it.
0: That's it. They're like, oh, we want to raise money, but shit, we don't want to do it at one and a half cents. Okay, well, let's throw a million bucks in, invested. We'll run it all up. uh, Make people start thinking that the deal must be done. All the retail get all frenzy and buy 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 it's six eight cents they start exiting then so they 've got they 've done what they want mm. they 've marketed it manipulated they 've triggered it up mm. and then um, then a cap raising goes in of course entirely illegal but not something that ASic seems to care about that that that, uh, that management directly buys their stock entices this price up and then does a cap raising uh, i 've never seen anyone investigate it but um, Brokers do it every time and it's uh, obviously the intention of their purchase was to elevate the price for their cap raising and that's you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. So I mean it's straight jailable thing but uh, they do it with impunity as as all the big boys do in this in this backwater that has ASX mm-hmm. they do whatever the fuck they want.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah. so we've got uh, we've got IPB on the list there now and uh, be keeping an eye on brain chips.
0: Yeah IPB is good man. And then mm. obviously you've still got near map on there, which is still good buying now around these cap level prices. It's pretty good, like
1: sick. What? Is it uh, where are we from last week?
0: Well, it's just sitting there. But I'm saying like two thirty is not a bad buy, okay. and miso blast is not a buy or buy now at three. Like it's like it's fucking cheap.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean it's about it's about waiting for the dust to settle, but it's cheap, dude. It could keep falling. It does seem like with no news on the horizon, why are people going to be holding on to it when it's pumping up 10% in a day? That's
0: the thing. There's always the risk of a dead cat bounce because that was quite insane that FDA has basically said uh, a few trials. What did they say? At least 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 one one more trial. One additional
1: trial. So now that, that,
0: I, I don't know why people are, Reading this, like COVID could fail. You need one, at least one more trial to get REM cell through, which means that um, Back and heart are screwed because they're unless because oh, they're double blind, they might get across. Mm. But um, they, 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 the 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 lead the lead revenue generator has been smoked, and they've pulled a hundred mil to buy inventory, and it's uh, put on temporary hold. Well, while they're saying, well, we can do this new trial within five months. But I'd like to see that, dude. They, they haven't managed to even do the COVID trial. It's fucking dragged on. The pandemic's virtually over and they've mm. finally found the cure. I mean, talk, talk about being dog shit. They managed to administer it to 12 people within one week or like a month and now they've hit 90 and it's taken fucking five months as they do all their bullshit. Do you know what I mean? Like the timeline doesn't add up. They've been so cuck-handed.
1: It's mm. slow. We are, And we are back to a price that we were seeing sort of three months ago. It's a lot of backpedalling for a stock in a couple of days and then to think, oh, no, it'll just run up from here again. It's like, Will well, it? it can. Why? It but can why? Because but what's the, what's the concrete evidence well, for it? Well, we, so? well,
0: look, I'll tell you, if, if it didn't have COVID, I reckon it would have gone to low twos on right. this news because – Generally, if you get a CLR, if you get a note like this, most stocks plummet 80 90%. The mm-hmm. only thing that saved me so is it's got COVID, heart, and back to come. So it's a lot more robust. If this has been a standalone thing and they've got this news, you would have tanked 90% of your capital immediately. It's fucked. It's yep. fucking risk off. The whole thing's tanked. It's these extra things that have given it a price. And um, in many ways... I, it's proved that most of this run has come off COVID hype. No mm. one's really that interested in this business until they make money. And the truth is uh, COVID's not going to be that lucrative now. Lots of people are off ventilators. People need to grow up. Like who the fuck's on ventilators now?
1: He's got a <laughs> cure for <laughs> ventilators. <laughs> Who's on ventilators anymore? It's not even that cool to be on ventilators anymore. <laughs> well, I'm saying that
0: auto respiratory <laughs> disease is still there, but I'm like the big wave's passed, hasn't it? They've they, they fucking missed that they've arrived to the party the next day with a bottle of tequila and everyone's passed out it's over I mean good work
1: no. no. I think the US and it wasn't Paris, isn't Paris fucked again. And the US still has rolling waves. I think think plenty of people still need these ventilators, man. There's a good opportunity for the stock to do well. That's exciting, but it it means shit to me because I'm
0: not going to have a big enough position to care about it anymore. I don't give a fuck about me. So as much as I
2: used to, do (laughs) Do
0: you know what I mean? It will be a recovery stock trade for me rather than a a blue sky stock. So it's changed in its quantum. It's going to be like, I I don't care now. Like, I, I got fucked by the FDA.
1: So, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, look, there, there's upside there with COVID. Are you staying out of the pool until temperatures improve? Or what are you...
0: Well, I'm just like, what's the hurry? Who gives a shit? I'll buy at five once fucking all this shit. I'll just give it some time. I don't give a crap. Like, yep. the, the reality is REM cells not going to come online theoretically for 18 months. Heart mm-hmm. and back. They've got... How long did it take Remcel to try get approval with FDA? One year to be told to fuck off and start again. So I'm like, what are we... Like, all those three products are... Unless... The, the, the thing is, like, Bell Potters and some of them said that Remcel might be a reverse label now, that COVID gets approved and then Remcel becomes the tag on. Yeah. But uh, pr- pretty, pretty, pretty uh, rose-coloured glasses there.
2: <laughs> it was pretty obvious
0: that the FDA doesn't want anything to do with this. They don't give a shit about the dead kids. So... I don't see them, I don't see them uh, uh, eroding big farmers' profit. I, I mm. think with COVID fails, then you're two, three years away from revenue for this. And uh, one thing we've known, we've been two, three years away from revenue many times on Miso, and you, what price is it sitting at when that happens? $1. So, I mean, the downside risk is fucking incredible it's now on this stock. Yeah. I mean, COVID, oh, COVID's going to save us. COVID's not a, a guaranteed thing. It's a pile of shit, dude. We're dealing with the most risky people and ventilators that have one hour to live. We pump this in and hope we do it. I don't know why, Sylvie, let's treat the hardest fucking version, but the chances of failure are high because uh, we're actually – I know he has to do the ARDs that has to have triggered, but we've been dealing with the hardest of hard cases and um, the numbers might not be good enough to get it pushed through. And then the other thing we've realised is um, Trump got pumped up with the other uh, ResVar or whatever the other one is and um, they've already shown that Big Pharma decides what happens in the US. So yeah. good luck, um, uh, S- Sylvie, good luck when no one likes you. <laughs> um, someone buying into your bullshit. Like no one cares. <laughs> You're fucking done, mate, in this town. You should have signed up with Tony Soprano. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. he will make it he will make it, but I'm like he he's pretty he should have just fucking
1: he should have just uh agreed to pay the the money It's just potentially a very long term play
0: well it's not long term like obviously they're massive catalysts in nova De- December, but it's just frustrating for me because all they will do is move me towards salvaging my thing and it's I'm pretty pissed off that this was allowed to pass. I feel like it's a massive fucking um crime um it's just a fucking grave injustice to have followed it and to have plowed so much money in and then yeah. to be beaten by bureaucracy. It's just, it just never changes, man. It's
1: always the same. If the uh, price gets hammered down further, is there a, a, a number that you have in mind for as an entry point?
0: Well, I want to get in the low twos because okay. I want the, uh, we've seen it. Like, oh, there's stability now, but the shorts hate this stock. And they. I know that they flicked it, but I'm like, you're a brave motherfucker to buy when there's four, four, five, six weeks before we hear, and there's a very good chance Appendix A gets rejected and there's very good chance that the 90-day trial is not enough or that the, the extra 45% is not enough to give efficacy and they have to go the whole trial, which means you've got a two-month information void as shaky hands digest and process the idea that REMSAL was fucked, said no not because of the merit of the science, but because of the politics of it. Mm. So, I mean, fucking good luck to you, hey, if you think that you're bigger (laughs) than the big farmers and you reckon that Selvi, who said he had a close relationship with the FDA and then was blindsided at the final end, that they're suddenly going to turn lovey-dovey with him. You yeah, go like, yeah. ha six months dragging it out, one of the most aggressive OPAC, breaking precedent, but now Sylvie has done an Appendix A and we've decided to be kind to him because <laughs> you know what? It's true, the science is good. I have a great relationship with the FDA. <laughs> they're going to stall it into the ground for the rest of its life until, <sighs> until there's so much evidence that they can, they're not allowed to do it without ending up in prison
1: yeah yeah um we also had a a listener submitted tip actually this is uh for i think not not a stock or a crypto um crypto has been been pretty good this past week as well. We've had uh, yeah, we've had a little short run, and then we've come come green from that. And I think what we're going to see Wolfie this week is we're going to see a lot of green in the crypto space for my birthday. So we're going to have a big win this oh, week mate. for Joshy's birthday, and then it's all going to come crashing down again. So hopefully, I can call the call and short the short, and we'll be happy. Birthday, doing... mate!
0: Not another yet. year, hey? A
1: few another... days, another few days till the big money runs up.
0: <laughs> Do you know? You know that's the hardest part of getting older, man. Is um. When sayings that were exciting to you have like become clichés, so I was about like another lap around the sun, and then it's almost like you're a parody of yourself when you say it. You're like,
1: that's disgusting. Can't believe <laughs> I can't come up with my own phrase. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? I, also, those phrases fill me with a dread. You know, I don't want to think about that. Oh, another lap around the. Here oh we yeah, go. yeah,
0: another lap around the sun.
1: Uh-huh. do you know what i always hear in my head is the beginning of uh, uh woke up this morning by alabama three the sopranos theme music yeah. where he says 41 stony gray steps towards the grave you know the box oh yeah
2: yeah <laughs> do, you,
0: do you love the do you love when a cliche where everyone laughs at it but if you do a lot of stand up, you can tell it's a fake laugh, uh, a sympathy laugh. Mm-hmm. There's so many people like this, do you know what I mean? That wander around at family barbecues and weddings, cracking some of the shittest cliche comments, and people <laughs> laugh because they're frightened. <laughs> yeah. They're frightened to be bullied by the group, and they're like, <laughs> another lap around the sun. <laughs> and it's like, and, and if you laugh at a cliche, Fucking kill yourself, man! Because we all know it. Like, there's no way someone dropping a cliche into a room and then you laugh. That is some of the biggest herd mentality I've ever seen in my life. And as as you're laughing, you should feel so much self loathing as a pathetic human being. I want to take think?
1: the face. Yeah, I want to take the a shot of the face of that uncle who's dropping those cliches at the barbecue. While he's dropping the cliches at the barbecue, and then juxtapose it with the face of him just staring at the wall in the shower. Oh,
0: do you know what I actually want? <laughs> that face, and then he, he actually better the 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 video camera footage of when the couple are driving home and going, "God, that Miles is an asshole.
1: <laughs> he never shut up. God, he's an asshole." Fuck, I hate that guy. You take the demeanor of Miles and the affability, uh, I mean, grating affability of Miles, and then you compare it with the demeanor of his wife, who is just completely given up. Yeah, yeah, man, that's it. Dude, I've got to go, man. I've got to go oh, and yeah. try to
0: sort out some, uh, some finance.
1: The and ba- no, i have just joking. <laughs> We've got to get some paperwork the done. Tip, the tip from uh, our, uh, our listeners submitted tip, uh, I think a great idea and maybe something that we should invest in uh, creating, a pokies machine for stocks, man. So you can put all of these people at bars and clubs around Australia to work. Just have them, oh! have them place bets on stocks, just little micro bets. Dude,
0: dude, because we were talking about the sports bet and I was thinking like I love that, man, because – they, they should bet on everything. Like anything with risk, you should be able to gamble on. Because yeah. i had been talking about it with farmers and they're always complaining because, you know, I said, oh, look, your cr- crop's looking good and uh, there's a month to go. And I said, well, would you take a 10% discount right now if, if, uh, if I guaranteed the price? You know what I mean? Like, would yeah. you take? It? And he said, yep, definitely take it. Which means <laughs> you could bet on everything. People could bet on a wheat farm and it would allow the farmer to hedge... And the other thing I realised, which was so good about this idea of betting on stocks, is mm. the money. What, what happens so – and I wonder if they do this. They probably do it on horses. The tote gets bet as well, right, to add to the odds. So the people that bet on the stocks, the money that they put in, we put in into the stock or into the put, you know what I mean, mm. to create further profit. Like you actually involve – do you know what I mean? They put in 100000 and the 100000 is also put into the outcome. Do you know what I mean? Like you put it into the miso blast, so that's sort of. Do you know what I'm
1: saying? Instead of instead of what? What would the alternative? Well,
0: instead of what normally happens, I would imagine is the tote. Like people bet for and against it, and then you work out the number that would it guarantee that you make money and that you can cover your tote.
1: Oh, But I'm right, saying right, right, you've got right. the
0: hundred grand, but you can actually put that hundred into the position.
1: Well, I thought that was the plan. Always. Yeah, that, yeah. I was just clarifying that. But you know what? The thing
0: was, I was saying which is good with the pokies is it gives them during the market open. But the thing is you could do all markets. So it could be NASDAQ, everything. Oh, yeah. And it's such a great idea. What you basically do is you create a probability that flicks it so they can do more research rather than just pulling the buttons. And they've got like, oh, I love this um, asbestos farm. I've read about it. Asbestos <laughs> is the new thing. It turns out it wasn't that dangerous. It was making people smarter. And then they can re- run on that. And do you know what I mean? So it's... It's actually nicer for these gamblers because they can feel a little bit more ta- detached from their d- addiction, which is yeah, so yeah, yeah. apparent and needs to be fixed, but they can have a story beyond just the Queen of the Nile.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's not bad. It's not a bad idea for an app um, uh, at all. I think it would be a, a great way to kind of, yeah, pivot the pivot the gambling away from gambling. Well,
0: maybe, maybe that's what sh- should be the first app for sure thing, rather than this
1: big hedge fund thing, is a gambling app. I don't know if we can create... I think we probably have to jump through a lot more hoops to create a gambling app than we would to create a fund. I think that would probably be the easiest way to go still. But I wonder if you could do a crowd... like I th- Okay, so the, like, the gambling idea is great. The fund idea is great. What about a crowdsourced high-frequency trading algorithm? Can we make one of those?
0: Well, you can, man, but I think they cost. You know, there's a very big influence to get it on the platform. You need a lot of money, and you need, do you know, what I mean. I think it's easier said than done. But I think, um, I think the best would be, um, you create this uh, in, investment management scheme, you know, and then we we live tweet it, like do what uh, Barstool does with gambling, right? We we just fuck around, talk about it all, just do banter, and people can jump in and out. You know, either with a gambling app or a managed investment scheme. And then, mm. do you know what I mean? You give them live updates of what's going on. IPB is nothing. The only issue is, man, the um, the, US, the ASX market's so boring. It's such a pile of shit. Like, it's fucking a car that never does anything. It's just so so pathetic. There's no volume in it. And it's just <laughs> basically, it all just floats between BHP, and CSL and Rio Tinto and some of the banks. Yeah, It's basically, a, it's a pseudo index. It's... It's, uh, we think it's big, but to the US, we're basically the Malaysian stock exchange of some fucking Jakarta <laughs> markets. Yeah, and that's yeah. so dumb. Like, we always think in Australia that our news is relevant, but if you, no one even knew, they probably, they only just worked out we had bushfires and it's because we basically burnt the whole country down. And there probably was a, a byline in one of their papers. I think there's some fires there. We're not sure. We just see smoke.
1: We don't care. So, so the, the current plan is after some further investigating, um, uh, Wolfie and I figured out that a fund ac- actually doesn't have as many hurdles as we initially thought. It's actually Well, yeah, we hope so, ma'am. Yeah, it, seem, it seems possible that all we need is a different licence and uh, a couple grand <laughs> to start the fund. Yeah, well, that, then, that's
0: what seems possible. But um, yeah, I've, you know, at this juncture, it's all just a comedy podcast. Hey? Oh, yeah. Until
1: we find it. Like,
0: there's no real advice in this besides sell it all, dude. Like, you're going to lose it all. (laughs) Of course. You're going to lose all your money. Do you know what I mean? That's the the hedge against uh, crossing the line. I've said in no uncertain terms, never invest in the stock market. It's a dumb place for your money. (laughs) Stay in your cubicle and uh, spend your money on pokey machines.
1: Exactly. Loss after loss after loss. But if we are able to incorporate... Uh, sure thing, proprietary limited, uh, and be trade yeah. and trade as Charlie and the chocolate wheel. Then I'm sure our tunes, our tune will change. Dude,
0: we'll love it.
1: And we will also have, uh, we will have some kind of Slack or Discord for people to
0: Dude, join It's going to be exactly like Barstool, man. And then, you know, he does uh, pizza tasting. And reviews it. We'll do kebab tasting. you know at the local <laughs> kebabs? And I'll give it a nine out of ten, uh, a, a score. Our 7. point of difference
1: 1. will predominantly be the noun: gambling to stocks and pizza to kebab.
0: <laughs> and that, those, those are the big flicks. We yeah. do stocks. He does. He does. He does sports betting. They do pizza, we do kebabs. And uh, it sounds. It it actually resonates with the the level of sophistication of Australia compared to to the US (laughs) finance. So
1: it it makes sense. And when it's running, if we do have a fund, there's no reason that we can't be invested in the US as well. We can be on the NASDAQ. Yeah, we can be in everything, man. Mate, we can be highly leveraged future calls.
0: What we should really do is make it so that we do um, market movers and trade the first hour of open from like 9.30 to 10.30 at night, which will be too late over there, but you know, in, in the eastern states. But I was saying it could be a late night pod from 10.30 to 11.30 at night, one hour of trading, and we go hog wild and try, you know, create wealth in a fast thing and, and then close it off for the night.
1: We're only 22 hours away from this being a 24-7 podcast anyway, man. This is going to be a oh, day in no time. People will be tuning in just to watch us sleep, brother.
0: I just wish I hadn't um, ever mentioned me so <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> What <Man>. a
1: disaster.
2: <laughs>
1: Leveraging your home. Margin personal loans, hedged by put contracts, holding 15
2: overexposed bad positions, looming threat
1: of liquidation. Everybody wants to rule the world.